listening to the Radio Revolution. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour from the broadcast plaza. Let's go. I know you're Somebody say it. Life don't let up. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, and our intern today, Stretch Armstrong, Team Rick and Bubba. Ready for a brand new hour, Will of Meat could spin. Uh, could happen today on the program. Hasn't happened yet. It will definitely happen uh, by the time we get to the end of the show Friday. It'll happen. Uh, so check rickandbubba.com, upcoming events. I'm excited to be headed to Pensacola, Florida. Sherry and I are going to spend the weekend there. And then on Sunday morning at Olive Baptist Church, honored to uh, get an opportunity to speak in both morning services, 930 and 11. Uh, all those details about that or any upcoming event can be found at rickandbubba.com under the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Well, and he's glad to be here. Come on, Thank Bubs. all of you for being here too. Bubba, 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 bubba. All right, so let's right. Uh, let's talk about this because I think it's always important. Uh, there was another Democratic uh, debate last night, and I would just tell all Americans to watch these if you can stomach them, uh, because um, if, if the Democrats right now they're they're so maniacal and they're so far off the page. If you're an American and you and you love a constitutional republic. You, you really just can't be for them right now because they're they're openly socialist. And I, I think our country says gives a big stiff arm to socialism and says, I don't care which party's doing it, we just can't. And so if anybody, a party d- declares they're now the socialist party, we, we got we gotta all that. Surely we can all come together on that. And, yeah, history, history yeah, shows right. that works really good. Well, mm-hmm. if you believe we're exaggerating, uh, Elizabeth Warren got a chance last night to take the old microphone, and I'll just let uh, you – Hear her in her own words. Here she is. You know, climate change threatens every living thing on this planet. And what scares me is every time you go back to the scientists, they tell you two things. It's worse than we thought, and we have less time. That means we've got to be willing to do things, for example, like regulation. Uh, By 2028, no new buildings, no new houses, zero car- without a zero carbon footprint. By 2030, uh, trucks, new, uh, light duty trucks and cars, zero carbon footprint. By 2035, all production of electricity, zero carbon footprint. We do three regulations. We can cut our carbon footprint by 70%. You know what scares me, people like Elizabeth Warren? Uh, who thinks all that is possible? Uh, bless her heart. Uh, One, I'd like to really hear her definition of carbon neutral on some of this mm, stuff. Mm, mm, um, mm, she, you know, I don't know how many tens of thousands of people she just unemployed with with that little move. And she went on. I don't know if she said it right at the end of that or it was later on where she said uh, we want to be seventy percent. Uh, carbon neutral by so-and-so date. But they'll throw a date at you. Well, mm-hmm. if you, you could be 100% carbon neutral, and as long as China, India, and some of the other big uh, industrialized countries, if they don't buy onto it, you haven't solved anything. So, you know, that sounds great, and I know... It really you, sounds bad. You know, you wonder why the little kids are all tore up and, and needing medications, because y'all are scaring them to death over something that uh, is not proven. It's something we need to study, we need to look at. But I'm just from the school that the the environment is bigger than anything we can do, and it's going to do its own thing, and we have very little effect on it. So, And I haven't changed my mind on that. So 
Um, but when she's saying carbon neutral, I mean, what is she saying by that in a house? What does she mean exactly? Does she mean that you have to generate your own power? Bubba, Solar? here's what I heard. I heard. The, let me tell you what I do know. I heard the word regulation. Yeah. The R word. And, and you know what? That is the mm-hmm. one. The R that word. is the one. People have talked about why the economy is going so good right now. And I've talked to several business leaders about it. I said, what exactly do you think is the key to the to the economy churning like it is right now? And they said it is the reduction in just everyday headache regulation and more and more is falling every day. So that gives us freedom and we feel better. We go out and we invest. We buy new equipment. We hire new people to run that equipment. And we make more of what we have and other people are buying more. So, you know, it's kind of a process that – she gave you a formula right there to absolutely run the economy into the ditch. So I'm I, my my business is new home construction. That's my business, right? And now Elizabeth Warren said, "Well, now if I'm president, the government is going to regulate heavily to the point you can't even build a house unless we approve it, and we and the way you build it will make it on this definition that we don't even know what it means." Right. To your point. Carbon neutral. Yeah, give me exactly right. what you mean by that. What that means? That, that sounds good, but uh-huh. what do you, what does that exactly mean? And does that mean we're going to start with government buildings? Let's start with those. Now, usually when they say that, that means that we're not going to let you do it, but we'll keep doing it. Of course. Because we can't afford to do it another way, and we must have the building. You're talking about government-run health care that the yeah. government themselves will not be part of? Yeah, I uh, just, anyway, uh, you know, it just it just doesn't make sense, some of this stuff. It's just crazy. Well, I tell you, you need to listen, though. What this is is socialism, and what this is is a tyrannical, giant central <clears throat> government that has always, throughout history, what did you say, Bubba, the other day? The only thing that we have that is 100% accurate is history. Yeah. What yeah. happened last time? And what happened last time and every time is when a government becomes tyrannical, they always say that they're saving you from something. That's throughout history. We're here to make your life better and make you safe. We're, they terrify you, so you'll give up freedom because you think, well, good, the central government, they're good, they're good. They'll help me, they'll help me. They're here, they're here. And and, and Ronald Reagan said, no, it's just the opposite. The, the most terrifying thing you could ever hear is I'm from the government and I'm here to help. That's the most <laughs> terrifying thing you could ever hear. And and government regulation is a nightmare. Ask anybody trying to, to, to exercise their capitalistic freedom in the free market, as Bubba just said, what stop what stymies an economy is when people trying to do business have to continue to deal with overreaching, tyrannical government regulation. And she has just said as clear as she could say it, if I'm president, I'm bringing government regulation to new home construction, and we're going to come up with some fantasy definition that you must meet, or we will not let you build a house on your own you property. You really need to listen to that. That you've bought, she is going to deny you the opportunity to build a house on it unless it meets her specifications. Now, this is the same bunch that will get on TV next week when the impeachment trial starts. And they're going to accuse our current president of being a dictator and thinking he's above the law. Correct. But yet we hear her say she's going to do this. She's going to put an end to all drilling. Uh, they're going to do away with permits for uh, pipelines we currently have. Uh, they're going to stop uh, all kind of uh, drilling offshore. All the things we've done that has made us now energy independent. 
Don't nu- right. nuclear power plants are out. Yeah. You Let me ask you this. And, and you they'll this. also tell you they hate us being involved with the Middle East, but then they'll ha- also hate us for being independent <laughs> when it comes to oil. You can't have it both <laughs> ways. No. But, but her statement on every scientist she talks to tells her two things. It's worse than we thought and we have less time. Well, according to we've done stories on these articles of predictions that were made 10 or 15 years ago that have not came true yet. Right. So even if you believe it, really, by that, it means it's not as bad as you thought and you have more time. Well, I go thought. back to right? my statement. History is the only thing we know for sure, and they've been wrong. They've been wrong. They've right. been wrong. They've been wrong. So why are, are we going to give them the gold ribbon now to we, go, well, you must be right. Yeah, According go. to climate alarmists, we should all already be dead. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, don't forget this. We did the story the first week back from vacation where Montana is changing their sign in Glacier Park because the sign says the glaciers should be gone now. Hmm. It literally says by 2020 these glaciers will be gone. They're not gone. They're still there. And they had to change the sign. So why, to Greg's point, does Elizabeth Warren give us more dates when you've given us dates before and they were wrong? And if they're wrong, what does that mean? The information you have is wrong. That's what it means. Yeah. If I tell you that if we don't if we don't switch paper uh, by Thursday, we won't be able to print anything out, and then Thursday shows up, we didn't change paper, and we still have it, well, then I was wrong. The, the calculation I made and whatever information I had about our paper was incorrect. We didn't run out of it. Right, we still have it. And in Elizabeth- so my calculation was wrong. Yeah, and in Elizabeth Warren's case, we have remember she she's been telling us that she is of Indian heritage. She took money, scholarships, a job mm-hmm. that was designated to help people of of uh, Indian descent to 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 help them out. She stole somebody's scholarship. and she stole somebody's scholarship because she thought she was an Indian, and and went and took a test and proudly. Give us the results of that, which showed she wasn't an Indian. Right. Now, we're going to let her be in charge of our country. If you do that, America, you get what you deserve. A vote for Elizabeth Warren and most every Democrat that I've heard is going to be a vote for socialism. So if you don't think socialism works, you can't vote for that party in its current state. You can't. I- I'm just shocked how far it and how crazy that that group has got. I mean, it's just, they're off the chart. Well, I'm kind of thankful for it because I think uh, it will hopefully be so clear. They're not as good as pretending to be something else as the Clintons were, and um, our Bill Clinton was. Hillary, she couldn't stand it. But we'll come back. Your phone calls are next. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Go. 22 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Phone troll, your phone calls are coming in at 866-WE-BE-BIG, and we are ready to chat with you. Here we go. A long-distance directory assistance. Charlie out of Montgomery will get us started. He's got us on I-92 WLWY. If you want to get in, lines are available, but they are filling up quickly. But we'll move the line quickly with the old buzzer. Even if you're waiting 30 seconds, meaning the shout-out, shameless plug. That's how it operates. Mm. Bubba does have a timeout. So does Helmsy, and they can toss those if they want, but they only have one apiece. Here we go, Charlie. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a-trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. Charlie, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, big fan, long-time listener. Thank you. Um, so the left has managed to weasel their way in and get four Democratic presidential candidates into the hearing for Trump. On the jury, what do y'all think about that? 
I'm sorry, I didn't follow what you said. Did I, what? Yeah, the in the impeachment trial, the senators will be the jury. Oh, I got you. Okay. Uh, so if four of them are running, I guess oh, I they see. would be if okay. if that's what he's referring to. I got what you're talking about. They, there's, they've got they've weaseled four Democrats. You think the Senate is is run uh, by the Republicans, so you know they're not going to impeach the president. But but I, but I will say or no, they won't remove the president. Uh, go back to this. I, it was Mark Stein said it yesterday. He said that he said that first of all, he said that he was actually a person that thought that Bill Clinton should have been removed. Mm-hmm. He said, but I'll tell you why he wasn't removed because Americans don't like that. Right. And the Republicans right. knew that. He said, the, look, Bill Clinton had, had done all these things. We all knew he did. He lied. We knew all that. But the American people and the Republicans' numbers and approval ratings were going down the tubes. And he said, there's something about Americans that they don't mind you holding a president accountable. You certainly should, but they want to have the say on when they remove one and when they don't. Yeah. And yeah. he said, trying to remove a sitting president has always been something the American people do not like. Even well, if we, ha- we haven't done it. Right. And, and so he said, <laughs> let the Democrats continue this process. It's only going to hurt them uh, because we're not talking about the far left and we're not talking about the far right. There were people on the far right, and Mark Stein said he was one of them. I wanted Bill Clinton to be removed. I thought he had done enough things that he should have been removed. Yeah. He said, but the Republicans didn't agree with me because their approval numbers, while they were trying to remove him, were going through the toilet. And he said, so they did not remove him because they looked and the American people didn't want that. And, uh, and so the, the American people don't want this president removed either. And if the Democrats keep on doing it, it will only be to their detriment. Well, think about this, too. We're going to have a new president and uh, an election in 10 months. As a matter of fact, almost one year to this week, we will swear in the new president. Randy and Dothan. Whoever uh, it is. Listen to us on 1039. Right. It's going to take care of itself. Uh, Randy, go ahead. Good morning. Uh, Elizabeth Warren's worth $12 million. Uh, she owns a lot of gas and oil stock. Then you got Bernie Sanders. He's worth about $4 million, has three homes. You know, these hypocrites, you know, I'm really tired of hearing about the hypocrites. That, you know, they, And the other thing is, as far as the global warming, if you live through the 70s, uh, you know, we've cleaned our act up so much. I mean, when's the last time we had an acid rain? You guys are old enough to remember that. Oh, yeah. yeah. We used to write songs about it. Matt in Birmingham, ZZK. Matt, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Hey, we're good. good. Uh, going back to Elizabeth Warren, um, I work in the heavy equipment industry, and I was curious as a no carbon footprint is she going to make like heavy equipment you know make make them have electric engines or oh yeah electric motors you know you're going to have uh bulldozers out there in a the field oh yeah, boy. land heavy equipment. Matt, <laughs> I, I got news up. for you there there is no battery setup that will run a bulldozer <laughs> right. or exactly. an excavator right. or a crane doesn't exist doesn't you, exist you've tried to educate people on that there's a lot of people out there that don't understand you can't just say solar. You can't just say electric. These things have to be able to give the amount of, of power current, yeah. current needed mm-hmm. for certain things. And frankly, at this point in our development, they don't. No, no. You yeah, can yeah. run You can run a lot of things. Just have an electric bulldozer. And look, they don't. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Wait a minute. No. <laughs> Why can't we just have an electric bulldozer? <laughs> Is there not enough current? Can I plug? <laughs> I mean, put a solar panel on it. I mean, it's it's like um, I love solar, I really do. But there's but, just limits what it can do. Well, it has a role, but it can't replace. And, and really, when you 
like you're talking about running a house or something, you don't you don't run it off the solar panel. You run it off batteries, and the batteries are recharged by solar panels. So you're still back to batteries. Yeah, that's the bottom line. And even with these cars, I mean, you have to plug them in and charge them. Where where do you think that comes from? The power plant has to run to do that. Anonymous in Birmingham. Anonymous, go ahead. Thirty seconds. How about you? Yeah, I was just wondering, you know, what's it going to take to get these nut jobs out of the Senate, out of the House? You know, I mean, can we just storm the government and just demand that they leave? And in doing so, what would they do? Turn the military on us, which we pay for? And if that was to happen, wouldn't that mean that, you know, basically the, the throw out of government would just be, you know... Well, I can't quote you line and verse in the Constitution, but there is a section in there about if this doesn't work out, replace it. Right. And you remember when yeah. Pizza Man read that at a at a rally? It yeah. sure was good. Yeah. I, well, I would just like for right now. I prefer that we just educate ourselves, educate our children, educate the next generation, and just continue to no, to vote for constitutional republic and vote against socialism that's what i would prefer and that'll solve it but uh, now you know if you look around your fellow americans you know who have the vote now believe in all this you got a problem uh so we continue uh let's go to dusty in glenwood dusty welcome to rick and bubba go ahead 30 seconds good morning fellas y'all doing all right doing great i hear you hey uh yeah let's let's quit talking about all this other junk and let's talk about something real important Hey, Bubba, tonight on the Goldbergs, the episode is about pickleball. It can't be. How, There's how, no pickleball now. It's yeah. impossible. Now, I love the Goldbergs, but how are they going to do pickleball? It hadn't been invented yet. Coach, well, Coach Miller is training Adam <laughs> oh, to be boy. a pickleball all-star. Is he really? So it's going to be a pretty good little episode. So I figured I would give you a call and let yeah. you know about that. Oh, wait a minute. Listen, I love I the go. I love the Goldbergs. But I think we had pickleball. I even right. like the spinoff right. show. So with I, AJ and, and I'm with Bub. I love that show. Okay. <laughs> I do too. I do too. 1965, pickleball was actually invented. It's not till recent where it's been just taking the world by storm. So it may have been around. So it was Coach it, Miller's class, especially like in P's, yeah, and class and stuff like that. You don't have a tennis court; you can get out there and play pickleball in the gym. Okay, so pickleball was around in the eighties. It just wasn't Correct. where we were. Correct. Correct. Right. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, It'll be funny on their show, however. They well, are. that's appointment TV. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you love Coach? I <laughs> Of course. <laughs> Bottom of the hour. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Thank you for being with us. 35 minutes past the hour. You've got the Rick and Bubba show, and I'll be Rick. And I'll be Bubba. Uh, Wednesday Bible study back today, live on our YouTube channel, noon central time, as we continue to walk through the Gospel of John. We've been at that for several months, and we'll stay with it till we're done. Uh, so today, uh, you can see that live on our YouTube channel. It will be archived soon after to the YouTube channel and to the podcast channel. We'll put links out on our social media platforms, as is the norm. If you need to go back and pick up uh, past studies that you may have missed, you can do that at BurgessMinistries.com. Click on the media button or the listen button, and you can find years of archives there. So, Bubba, we we were... Uh, Don't don't hang up if you're on hold. We're coming to you. As we come back to phones, we have to address this email. Bubba brought up, when when did the Girl Scouts take on the cause of Mylar balloons? 
We had that we yesterday. We must stop Mylar balloons. And I asked the question, why are the Girl Scouts so torqued on that issue? I mean, there's a lot of other issues out there than Mylar balloons. Mm-hmm. And I got a, an email from a, a young man, and um, he says, uh, hey, Dr. Bubba, said, I just want to let you all know <laughs> if no one else has commented on this yet, but the reason behind the Girl Scouts being against releasing party balloons is because of the shortage of helium that I've been hearing about there for what feels like the past decade. This is even though party balloons are a very small percentage of global helium use. And uh, he says, thanks. I, I won't go into his name. It's not important. But um, one, I, I had no idea we had a worldwide yeah. helium shortage. Mm-hmm. We what, do? Wait a minute. I, well, let me tell you how I know. The, the Girl Scouts cause you know, is we, save helium? I don't know about the Girl Scouts, but um, you know the birthday party we had last week for my grandson – it's first Ellis Fest. Ellis Fest 2020. Uh, we had a hard time. Find, I need some balloons blown up, and I had a hard time finding helium. But I found it at the Dollar General. But, yeah, they say So there's a worldwide shortage, but the Dollar General yeah, has it. Certain ones. I don't mm-hmm. know if they all do, but I found one that did. The Dollar General is solving our worldwide you, helium problem. I was problem. told that there was a helium shortage, and they were like, man, it's going to be tough to find. But it really wasn't that hard. I mean, I, I mean Who, Who's using up all the helium? Oh, bubble! <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> and let's just—they say well, this. I, look, I'll, 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 I'll go, and I just may not be informed. Let's assume right. there is a worldwide shortage of helium, and I somehow, keep hearing do- that. somehow, mm-hmm. Dollar General has worked around it because we know how they are about getting around worldwide problems. No one, one else can get it but Dollar General. Well, all I know but, is they had it. At this well, location. let's just assume. Oh, bubble! Hey. The third shortage in fourteen years. They say. Th- let's assume that's correct. Why are the Girl Scouts involved? Well, that, to your point, Bubba, the headline of this story is the global helium shortage is real, but don't blame it on party balloons. So evidently, this uh, has nothing. Right. What they're doing is not going to help the situation. Well, who's getting all the helium? Why do the Girl Scouts? Why do the Girl Scouts care about this? I mean, do do we have somebody who's over welding? What what are we doing? We got, who, who's putting too many balloons up? I mean, it's used in other processes. <laughs> Is people using it and talking funny too much? What's going on? Bubba, here's the thing. Here's my fear, and I know, I, I know, just, I know it's your fear. This is bothering me. Why the Girl mm. Scouts are involved? Well, I mean, and here's your fear. What if they shifted this and forget about cookies? Well, mm-hmm. we don't want to messing that up. Uh, there's very few things. I mean, do do what you do good. Look, dosy do me. Scouts in general are losing their way, <laughs> and they're all becoming very wacky. Uh, I, they, they've completely lost their way. But I will always give the Girl Scouts a pass until you abandon these cookies. Then we're going to have problems. Yeah, when mm-hmm. you're done with that, you've right. lost a friend. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> I mean, I, I struggle to carry anyway. Yeah. But, I mean, if you if, if you drop that. Yeah. I mean, you, come on then, man, in the freezer. <laughs> come on. I don't want y'all focused uh, on Mylar balloons. What do how we, good come is it got a sleeve of frozen thin mints when you pop them out of the fridge, out of the freezer? Oh, man. Right in front of a great ball game going on. Wait, nobody's look. there to bother you. Yeah. To the phones. Talk about how many you ate. To the phones we go, Colton, Huntsville, Alabama. Hey, Colton, how you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing well, guys. Hey, I just had a few questions about some products that you have uh, or have had. Um, I really love the beef jerky that you used to have. I don't know if you still sell it. Uh, also, I remember when I was younger and I used to read Rick and Bubba bathroom readers. I don't know if you even sell those anymore. Bathroom and, what? Uh, Rick and Bubba what? Bathroom, uh, Rick and Bubba bathroom reader. Bathroom reader? What was that? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a book that you read while you're, uh, you know, in the bathroom. Yeah. 
That may be a bootleg product there. Yeah, go Colton. That's about that. Are you talking about you talking about any of our books, or are you talking about a a particular one for the bathroom? That's a good question. Do you mean we? You thought at one time we had a product that was a bathroom reader? Yes, sir. Yeah, a book that you just read while you sit down and uh, taking care of business. You know, I I don't know that that ever happened. I don't remember it, but it could be that we forgot it. We don't have a bathroom book. Yeah, we've never had something called a bathroom reader. Now, to the beef jerky, that one I can at least give you an answer on. Sasquatch got us. Yeah, the the price of beef went so high, the only hope of us competing in in that – that brand, the beef jerky brand, was to have a great beef jerky that didn't cost as much as all the other beef jerky out there. And uh, it got to where it was so expensive uh, that we really couldn't compete with everybody and come up with a price that the audience, I don't think, would have been able to, to Sasquatch handle. bought up the company yeah. that was doing it. Yeah. Right. Right. And he kind of shut right. that down. And we got put on the shelf, and they, we basically <laughs> did, we didn't have priority anymore because Sasquatch, <laughs> the manufacturer, said, we're going <laughs> to yeah. meet their demand first, yeah. and we meet y'all last. And we just couldn't find meat. We couldn't get it done. Mm. Now, listen, he may be confused with this. If you go to the goodie section at rickandbubba.com, there's the Greg Burgess Bathroom Book Club. Right, and it's got all the books listed that, yeah, that, that he reads, reads while right? he's on the crapper. Yeah. Now, I do remember that, Colton. Yeah. Is that what you're yeah. talking about? Uh, that might be. No. It. I need to get yeah. that a little bit more. Yeah, but any, hey, good hey, news hey, on the beef jerky, though, Rick. Rick please, I got two words: yes. goat jerky. Goat jerky. We're yeah, not doing we're, goat we're jerky. I forgot on. this picture was there. It's Greg <laughs> sitting on the toilet with <laughs> we be big, and it's yeah. it's his it's his suggested reads. Yeah, there it is. Sir. That's nice. I thought y'all did away with that. That's good stuff. But Colton, so there's your answers, buddy, and uh, and I, I. So you probably you, any any Rick and Bubba book could be good for the toilet. Greg's list is under goodies and beef jerky. We just uh, we couldn't compete with the big ones. Was well, a good product. Yeah, it was a good product. I loved it. Figured out the uh, helium shortage thing, but it's so long and in depth. Nobody here will pay attention. Yeah, to I it. gave up paragraph one. Yeah. I just exited out. <clears throat> Does anybody care that we have a shortage of helium? I know. Well, we should. Why, why should we care? Story, why should we care about it's it? It's going to affect everything from MRIs to rockets okay, to right, Party I mean, City. Oh, <laughs> Can't we make helium though? Chad. Chad knows. Yes, sir. Why? Why? Why we have a lack of helium? <laughs> I went to, I had a friend of mine who I went to his daughter's birthday party this past weekend, and I went to Dollar General, and they said they have just ran completely out, but only big companies. Like, I think Walmart and Dollar General kind of are the same company. You know, Walmart owns Dollar General, and uh, you can only get them if you have the big contracts with them, but places like Dollar Tree and some of these smaller venues, they can't even, it's kind of like putting a bid in, and they can't compete with the big boys, but yeah, they're, uh, they, I talked to the lady at Dollar Tree, and she said that probably, as far as she knows, no Dollar Tree has them. It's only the bigger places, and Party City don't even have them. Well, how do right. why, why I'm, it really, right? I'm really going to try here. All right, so we have a, a – um, Dollar General Weaver has it. Thank you, Greg. Or it yeah. did. <laughs> so we have, the since 1925, the United States has been the largest producer of helium, thanks to a massive reserve found across Texas, Oklahoma, and Kansas – called the Federal Helium Reserve, but it's set to close down production in 2021, and scientists are looking for new reserves to replace it. Meaning it will run out? Uh, yeah, they're just closing that reserve. But they're closing it, why? Uh, it just they're says there's not there anymore? I don't know. We, but we've run but all companies actually harvest helium trapped beneath the earth, and, and it's sometimes found on accident and really hard to find, they say. Hmm. But 
So we've anyway. been letting it fly away all these years. Did you yeah, know? they say that's the hardest part is that it just. Well, I know it's used in a lot of industrial processes, and I'm sure it's used in oil production uh, mm-hmm. and all that. There's a lot of things use helium. I don't really know why or how, but I know they use it. That's why there's so many tanks you see at these welding places. Because I didn't know there was it's hard he- to capture. Why thing. are the Democrats on this? I didn't know there was a helium scare. <laughs> I like to see Elizabeth Warren get on this. We go to Mike in Huntsville. Mike, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for listening to the River 100.3. Go ahead. Good morning and monkey grass. Uh, Thank you, Mike. First timer. First timer. Okay. What's on your mind? Well, I'm a physicist in Huntsville, and uh, I really enjoyed your second podcast with Dr. Roy Spencer about the climate. Oh, yeah. And uh, he very clearly talked about how the temperature on Earth is a balance between the energy coming in from the sun and the energy the Earth emits through its own natural infrared radiation. Correct. So I just wanted to alert you to a law of physics uh, regarding that emission in the infrared that is a strong resistor to climate global warming, and that's called the Stefan-Boltzmann law. And uh, it it basically is so strong that for each 1% increase in temperature, and that's temperature above absolute zero, so that'd be about 3 degrees centigrade would be a 1% temperature increase. The amount of energy the Earth emits increases by 4%. So temperature goes up 1%. The Earth emits 4% more energy. It, 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 it can't get too hot. There is no tipping point. It's really an anti-tipping point. Right. It'll, it'll balance itself out. It always does. And, but that's, uh, you know, that doesn't make good political hay. It really You're trying does. to scare people. But what I don't understand, Mike, is why, if we're, if we're honestly looking for an answer, which I don't have a problem with, why do they never present? Now, there are some climatologists and scientists uh, like Roy Spencer and others that have pointed out what you just pointed out. Why is that never included? I mean, for somebody to go, well, that, that makes sense. It, it, it's like it, it's not like we're really looking for an answer. It's more of an agenda. Um, and, you know, like I said before, to scare people and allowing the central government to, to take more power. You're absolutely right, and I don't know why it's, it's never never seems to enter the argument. It, it, it is very complicated. You know, sunlight's reflected off the Earth, and if the Earth does warm, you get more water vapor, which means more clouds. So there's all these cycles of uh, feedback that, that occur. Very complicated. So, do you, Mike, do you, do you mind doing us a favor? Sure. Can you call Elizabeth Warren and tell her? Yeah. <laughs> please tease her. Because everybody she's talking to says it's worse than we thought, and yeah, we got less time. She keeps checking back, and I don't know who she's checking back with. Yeah, uh, well, I fear I that it's a bunch of people like her that don't know. Well, my family had a saying about a hole in the ground, but I won't repeat. Right. Right. <laughs> hey, can I call Greta too? Yes, yes please, please call her. Tell her, her tell her that she can drop what she's doing and go back to school. How dare you? <laughs> that so. we're all right for at least some period of time. Right. That she's going to be okay. I mean, y'all realize Elizabeth Warren was throwing out 2030, 2028. Oh, Rick, we got less than we – it's worse than we thought it was when we have less time. But, but now, this, according to your predictions in the past, you, it's the complete opposite. But this guy's I think my, we need to quit having debates so they have to quit driving to them. I agree. That, right. What yeah. about that? Put them on a little screen. But out. this guy's saying But there's also scientists and climatologists that say this. Why, why we don't hear about Rick it? and I mean, Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, carshield.com. Is your automobile under the car shield? I hope I don't have any nose out there, and I'll tell you why. If your automobile has a, has enough miles on it, 
where, the, where now the manufacturer's warranty has expired, uh, then now anything that happens to that automobile, and Bubba, look, by the, with the, the cost of automobiles today. And helium to go in them. And the fact that automobiles, here's good news, are, are built better. We, I mean, we have some really, really good automobiles out there now. They last a little longer. Take um, care of them. And if you'll take care of them. And, uh, but as they last longer, that means no warranty. So that's why CarShield was created, because if you have an automobile that's still running well, but you are no longer under the manufacturer's warranty, uh, if one of these sensors goes bad or you have a repair, guess who's going to pay for it? You are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you could extend a, a warranty and get extended coverage through CarShield.com. And look, with the automobiles today and all their different computer systems and stuff, good gracious, I love this stuff, but you know what? There's more stuff to break down, more, more stuff to be a handle. So, uh, so right now... You can uh, get under the Car Shield, America's number one auto protection provider. Uh, whether you have an automobile 5,000 or 150,000 miles, uh, you could use Car Shield. Uh, pick a plan that works for you. And if you're under the Car Shield, they deal directly with that ASC certified mechanic of your choice. They give you a rental car while yours is being repaired, and they give you 24 7 roadside assistance. It's good to be under the Car Shield. Uh, so find out more. You can save 10% by using the promo code Bubba by going to carshield.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Carol says she may can shed some light on why the Girl Scouts have made helium their cause. Um, Carol, can you help us with this? Well, I think it may not be the helium. What I understand is that it's endangering wildlife. Um, once you release the balloons, with all the strings and everything hanging down, Here we go. once they deflate and fall, it's um, endangering the wildlife. It's wrapping up the birds and different animals with the strings. Do you, do you so have, maybe that's the call. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I may dislike that even worse. I mean, we're, 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 look. We're, I, I would say any pollution, uh, yes. any, anything out there, could harm look, wildlife. Not to mention the vehicles that are distributing the helium that hit wildlife. Right. <laughs> Don't forget this, and we talked about it. And I know some of you greenies out there, you're gonna have a hard time with this. Hmm. Tell you what else kills wildlife: windmills. Oh, windmills are slicing eagles up well, like a deli. So, what are the, you talking? Are the about? Girl Scouts gonna have a campaign to stop windmills? Probably not. Yeah, they have huh? uh, they, the eagles. Some eagles somewhere saying, y'all don't care about us? Yep. You ever seen a beautiful eagle fly into a windmill? It is, Chop-o-matic. It is nasty. Nothing but feathers left, mm-hmm. Rick. I tell you it's who likes it. It's not pretty. I tell you who likes it. Scavengers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you very much. Speaking of scavengers, <laughs> the old possum. Oh, boy. Have you seen this? Possum. I heard Bill Bubba Bussy <laughs> cackling <laughs> out of his office today when we arrived at work. And that's always the sign. I do the same thing to him, that one of us has seen something that eventually we're going to call out to the other one. Hey, you ain't going to believe this. Have you seen this? But it starts with just a cackle coming out of the office, meaning I got something. So if you go back into Rick and Bubba history, I'm talking about way back. Bubba, did this happen when we we were the Rick and Bubba show, or was it still when you were like coming on two days a week? It was very, very early. It it was early, early. And there was a country music station that tried to do this cute little hey we're southern so we have a possum come out to talk about how many more weeks of spring we're gonna have or winter like poxitani feel and they would bring a possum out where they were our competition i mean and buddy when we first started and we were trying to make a mark and be noticed if you were our competition we certainly had the seek kill and destroy Mm -hmm. uh, attitude and um 
So we weighed in on their promotion and convinced, and this will shock all of you, that they were torturing the possum and got PETA involved who who went and shut it down, and they had to release the possum uh, into an environment and, and had people just turn against them because uh, we alleged that they were torturing the possum, and the way they were getting it to come out was by giving it an electric shock. Yep, and, then, and the, um, then the famous blow to the head. Yeah, and then a blow to the head after yeah. it was over, and then they ate yeah. it. And uh, and it really worked. It was a great – we even had T-shirts. It was a great us. counter-promotion, yeah. I'll say that. Well, today Bubba says that this same station undoubtedly went back to doing it again after you and I moved on, and now the game wardens have ended it? That that's what it looks like, Rick. It is it is illegal in our state to have a possum as a pet. I don't know if you knew that. I did not. not know that. Yeah. So uh I think that's being shut down once again. So this same promotion that mm-hmm. this same radio station has been doing you know, we shut it down for a period yeah, of time. Yeah, they went to an electronic version of it yeah. uh, for a while. But yeah. apparently um after they, after we had gone on to look to start looking at other things, they, they put it back in play. So I hear Bubba laughing in his office. He said, You're not gonna believe this. But Sand Mountain Sam has been stopped again. And this time the game wardens are saying that it's uh it's a pet possum which they cannot have, right? That that's what I read in it, that it's illegal to have a possum as a pet, so you can't have a pet possum doing a promotion. Wow. Put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> we had we had Pete the Pure that's, Belly, Pot Belly, Pokey Play, and Pig. Let me tell you, that's one of my favorite T-shirts. I have it framed I do too. in in our playroom. Uh, it's it, in, it is a excellent shirt. That I, was an excellent drawing. I, I, I have it too. Save <laughs> Save Sand Mountain Salmon. We we led the charge to free this tortured possum. It was yeah. it was a great promotion. Yeah, we got to really started a lot of people. It, people just screaming at him, crying. It, it's one of the few instances we got to take the left. And really have fun with put it. our arm around them and join them mm-hmm. in a protest, and yeah. it was it was just so much fun. Really, what we did is we took the left and turned them on our opponent. Yeah. yeah. So so this station had this big promotion, so we had a counter promotion, and we'd actually go and broadcast on the side of the road in front of their station, and it got to it just it almost got out of hand with the traffic and everything. It was, it was a lot of fun though. Save Sand Mountain Sam. Yep. yep. That's what we said. Shut down again. And we did save him. And undoubtedly, he's been saved again. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. This station just won't leave possums alone. No, <laughs> Quit playing with possums. <laughs> possums are people, too. You remember that? <laughs> I mean, chance we well, did. Let me tell you how they get it to come out of there. Electric shock. And then after it's over, guess what? Well, they had a cookout, Rick. <laughs> Two words. Blow to the head. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. There is time for change, and it is now. It's time for a revolution. Six minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Thanks for being with us. 26 years making a living off low expectations. You know, I heard about these guys, and people said they were awful, but when I heard it, it wasn't that bad. Uh, so the team's all here, uh, and we thank you for being with us. Uh, welcome back for a brand new hour. He's been rocking mic number two for 26 solid years. Bill Bubba Bussin. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here, and we've changed the mic screen several times during that 26 years. Boy, we have. I love, I love a good mic screen, don't you? I like <laughs> you these new have. ones. Do you like them? Yeah, they work really well. Like you like them as much as the Will of Me? I, almost. Right. Will of Me. The Will of Me gets on time
is the wonderful Willa Meat. Uh, she has been illuminated. She is now ready for spinning. There's there's prizes all over the wheel. There's pitfalls as well. Bubba, even though we've illuminated the wheel, we have illuminated the wheel safely. Rick, we follow all IEEE standards for electrical use, international, national, local, state, and here at the plaza. And I want to underline, Rick, this wheel uses no helium. <laughs> all right, Bubba, he was out front early today. He and his wife came all the way from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He, he says, I want to experience all things Rick and Bubba. I love Rick and Bubba. I'm a snowbird. I fly south for the winter. And, and you know what? I, if you're going to come all the way from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania to here, by God, you're going to get to spend the will of me. You know, Rick, when I first heard we had people from Pennsylvania here, I thought, great, the Amish has come to help me work on my barn. I thought, that, you know what? I and looked outside. I thought he's going to start framing something. Yeah, I know. And that was it. And didn't use nails or anything. Well, you know what? They they came south. They they come here for the for the for the winter. Uh, saw us on Blaze TV. Started kind of figuring out they had an affiliate uh, where they actually fly down to. You know, it's um, uh, and that is uh, Dothan, Alabama, where you hear us on news uh, News Talk one zero three nine. So that's where they spend time. And they've been coming south. I think what did you say thirty six years that you guys have been coming. How many? I work. Off and on at Plant Farley for thirty six years. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. So, well, so the, you generate s- a little power. Say to to the audience what you said to us. You said if I was going to continue to come to this part of the world, I needed to go to the Rick and Bubba show, and you referred to it as what a a strange kind of trip to Mecca or something. What did you say? Oh yeah. Well, if you're going to come to Alabama, you got to go to Mecca. There you go. Which is the Rick and Bubba show. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said, he said, it's some kind of strange like Mecca experience. All right, so what's your name? Cliff. Cliff, uh, and yeah. your wife's name? What's your wife's name? Jan- Janet. Jan- did you Cliff ever, and Janet. Did you ever dream that you could spin the wheel of me? Wow. What a wheel. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, harryanddavid.com, they got $50 gift cards. They'll handle the meat today as they deliver delicious fine meats right to your door. Also, uh, 1-800-Flowers has assorted uh, bouquets of flowers. Moultrie has got the Moultrie Mobile Package. The Rick and Bubba store has various items on the wheel. Buzzbox Coffee's on the wheel. Blaze TV subscriptions, speaking of Blaze, is on the wheel. But there are potential pitfalls uh, you could spend and win nothing. Uh, or you could spin and land on Henry the Horse, which the audience wins, but you don't get any prize. Uh, so, uh, so let's uh, let's start. Uh, we'll go to Crestview, Florida, where James is standing by. James, uh, what do you say uh, to get that wheel spun for you? Wow, what a wheel! Go, Cliff, grab it! Yeah! Wow, what a good spin! He spun that like a Steeler fan. <laughs> right, let's see what happens without stealing any signals. I know. Here we go. James, what are you hoping to win today, buddy? Moultrie. Of course. All right, here we go. Uh-huh. Oh, you're in good shape. Here it comes. Uh, you may do it. Wow. Yeah! Moultrie, Moultrie, Moultrie. You, you did it, baby. You called it. Called the shot, helps. All right, so, uh, James, uh, I guess you want the Moultrie Mobile not to feed her, right? Yeah, gum right. <laughs> All right, so you got the multi-mobile package. Uh, you just need to let us know whether you are Verizon or AT&T. And remember, not Verizon, AT&T necessarily at your home. What's the best cell provider for where the camera will be? That, that's what you All need right. to. So we'll put AT&T you. We'll, yeah, uh, okay, I'll put you on hold, okay? All right, appreciate it. Thanks uh, for listening to Rick and Bubba.
All right, there we go. All right, good job, Cliff. Right, let's get Wes speaking. We've got a Cliff here. Cliff is calling out of uh, Prattville. Uh, Cliff. Cliff. Cliff, and what, what, what's your wife's name again? What's Janet. Your name? Janet. All right, what Janet. do you say to Janet about spinning a wheel? Wow, what a wheel. Oh, Janet. Yeah! Oh, I tell you. Janet. Some strong Pennsylvanians here I today, tell you Rick. What? You may be on <laughs> I mean, she put a. Janet may have raised a barn or two. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right, so let's see. Cliff and Prattville. See how she shakes out for you. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we all right. Yeah. T-shirt, 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 wear it. All right, so, Cliff, congratulations. Uh, you have your choice of any Ricky and Bubba shirt that is in stock uh, in the store. Uh, if, you, if you know offhand which one you want, just tell the call screener, and he'll take care of it. And we need to know your size, okay? Okay. All right, putting you on hold, brother. Thanks for listening to the Rick and Bubba right. Show. There he goes. All right, let's continue. Uh, we go to Jared in Bedford, Florida. Jared, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? I'm good. What do you, what do you say to the pride of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? <laughs> wow, what a wheel. Come on, Cliff, grab it. Yeah! Let her go! All right, let her rip. Man, what a good spin. I'm telling you what, those snowbirds, they're wiry. <laughs> All right, let's see, Jared. <laughs> see where that lands. Come on, baby. They're just oh, glad it ain't snowing here. I'm telling you. Oh, oh, I mean, you can't even have nothing. Can't have nothing. I mean, hey, I mean, you must have thought you could have something. You can't even have nothing. Two winners in front of you That's thought right. you could have something. Uh, Sorry about that. To Gray, Tennessee. Bubba, you know, if you go up to Gray, Tennessee, you know, people say there all the time, I don't know, that's a gray area. <laughs> uh, gray, <laughs> Kurt, standing by. Kurt, what do you say to Janet? Well, what a will. Come on, girl, Gray. Basketball, softball, something. I mean, wow, he's athletic. Keeps Cliff in line. Kurt, what do you want? Kurt, what are you hoping for? I'll take the meat. All right, well, let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> well said. And you're going to get it. Looks like they're Look calling it today. Ah, uh, uh, no, no, Rick. Oh! oh. <laughs> Missed it by oh, one. Oh, so close. <laughs> But it landed on Henry the horse. Here he comes. Here he comes. Henry the horse. Bring it in, brother. Hey, Henry. What's up, guys? Hey, Henry. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, you're no, doing your signals. Signal. You're doing your signals. We like, don't know what the signals are. That's right. Well, yeah. Henry, what, what are you signaling? I was saying that Elizabeth Warren has lost her mind. You know, the Indian is. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was signaling in, release the mayors. <laughs> well, there you go. Somebody <laughs> say, yeah. There it is. I think we can get one more in. All right, let's. Uh... Thank you, Greg. Greg, I can't hear you. Turn it up over there just a bit. Trent, out of the great state of Mississippi. Trent, how are you, buddy? I'm good. What do you say? Wow, what do we do? Cliff leaves nothing on the table. He found himself at the Rick and Bubba show, or as he described it, Alabama Mecca. Yep. All right, Trent. We need an Advil for that back tomorrow. <laughs> That's all right. He's moving around a little bit. All right, Active. Trent. Uh, there yes, it is. Sir. Yes, yeah! sir. Yeah! Me, me, me. Me, me, me. The Will's namesake. 
It is a $50 gift card for meat. Meat from harryanddavid.com. And we'll put you on hold, Trent, and we'll find out how to make sure that you hear from harryanddavid.com and you're able to acquire the meat that you want. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, guys. Now, thanks for listening to Rick and Bubba. There you go. Let's give it up for Cliff and Janet. Yeah. Yeah. There they go. Well done, guys. Well done. They spin the wheel of meat, making their trip to the Rick and Bubba studio perfect. Congratulations to the winners. Uh, Maybe next time for those that did not win. Still more to cover on the Rick and Bubba show. We'll come back. You can reach us at 866-WE-BE-BIG and that website, rickandbubba.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't stop. 21 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Here, we're back. 866. We Be Big is our number. Wednesday Bible study back today, live on YouTube at noon Central, 1 o'clock Eastern. Archive soon after for you to watch it or to listen to it on your time uh, to our YouTube channel and our podcast channel. You'll see some links out there, too, on social media once it is archived if you cannot catch it live. All right, so you, you knew this is, and I can already hear Greg churning over on his mic, uh, the 2020 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees have been announced, and Bubba, I, I have bad news for you and Greg. Well, let me just— You who's not on it, and Greg who actually is on it. Let me just say this. and I don't even care about this list if Sticks and Foreigner's not on it, because how could they be left out with all that junk we got in there already? Bubba, I got bad news. They hadn't even been nominated. Mm. Well, who nominates it? I don't know. I'm with you. How do I agree you, with you. Look, look at the Especially airplay. Especially when you see this fine bunch we look got at, this year. Look at the airplay that they had when we were growing up. How are they not in there? I agree. I well, would shut the doors in shame till I put them in. And to make it even worse, because I think this band fits in the same category, the Doobie Brothers are going in. Yeah, and they're overdue. They how how been can you in. have I the Doobie Brothers and not, not have sticks and not, not have form? Not my favorite group, but I think based on their uh, influence in oh, American yeah. music, yeah. absolutely yeah. they should be. And wouldn't yeah. you say they're out of that same category? Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You, you show me the radio airwaves in the 80s, which we all know is the greatest decade mankind has ever seen and <laughs> have yet to repeat. Right. And you listen for Foreigner, Sticks, or the Doobie Brothers, you're going to hear one, two, or possibly three of them every hour mm-hmm. of some song. All right, so they were a staple. Greg, I see one. That, that and Hall and Oaks. I see yeah. one that you're just going that you and I both two that we will lose. Some our of them, I don't even know who they are. Well, here's what I don't understand, and Greg, Ridiculous. pardon me if I'm if I'm stealing your thunder here, but um, I thought it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I, yeah, well, we we, we, we went past that a long time. <laughs> yeah, a long but, time. But but. But don't we have Hall of Fames for other genres of music I as well? I don't know. I don't we have know. a Country Music Hall of we Fame. We do. You're right about that. Um, so I guess you And there's a Bluegrass Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, but there's well, not like, a hip-hop Hall of Fame. Why is there not a – Well, I bet there is. I, I bet there's was. a rap or a hip-hop Hall of Fame. They probably wouldn't have Glenn Campbell in there. I don't know if there's not. Right? Yeah. Well, they wouldn't. By the way, if you have not seen the, the Glenn Campbell oh, documentary. it's very disturbing. Have you seen it? I, I know enough of it to be disturbed. I watched the entire See, thing. I love Glenn Campbell when he had his variety show, and mm-hmm. I know what he went through, and we all, you know, we oh. understand, but I, I hate it for him. There's I, a hip-hop I watched Hall the whole thing. thing. Wow. He did a tour with Alzheimer's, his last tour. Wow. And, and, buddy, what a mm. – being on that crew and being in – you know, his life as kids were in the band, and 
his wife and all that. It was amazing what he could do. It also was amazing because you, you study the mind that he didn't really know what day it was or what was going on, but yet he could still remember the melodies of the songs, yeah, yeah. and he could still play the guitar unbelievably. How old was he when he, he passed? Uh, he's in his 70s, I think. Maybe maybe he always well, looked, maybe older. He always remember. looked young to me, though. Mm-hmm. You know, you remember his variety show? Yeah, maybe he was in his eighties when he actually passed, but he got to where he couldn't function anymore. I think in his mid seventies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his last tour, that last tour, I mean, he'd already been diagnosed and had the symptoms and was struggling with it, which makes it very moving that they were able. There is one point where you kind of think, "Are y'all just keeping him out on the road because it's successful?" I mean. There was, there was, you start feeling a little weird about the family at one point. You know what I mean? About, yeah, uh, yeah. But, but I, I, not that they uh, should. I'm not saying that's legitimate. They obviously love him, and they thought it was a good thing for him, and I guess it, it was. But amazing what he could do. But, I mean, they said, like, what was what was funny is I forgot who they kicked it to. One of the – was it was it Bono? Some, somebody who had been this – is a music icon and was talking about the influence of, of Glenn Campbell and who mm-hmm. he was. And he goes, he goes, hey, look, yeah, I saw it. Did he do Wichita Lineman twice? He did. He goes, but he's hey, Glenn Campbell. Let him do it twice. If he wants to do it twice, do it twice. Did, I mean, you would. Did Rhinestone go- Cowboys still bring a tear to your eye? That's oh, yeah. what I want. Yeah. But Rick, back to your original question. I think it was you, maybe Bubba, yeah. Greg. A nominating committee of about twenty nine uh, folks, twenty nine or thirty, it differs in the year. Who are these people? Composed of rock and roll historians. They select the names, the performers, the instrumentalists, the groups, the bands, and then it is voted on by roughly 500 experts across the world. So, all right, so this I, want, I want to just see if I have this right. And this is important. What about this so annual I, fan vote? What is that? Yeah, the, I think I the fans get – there's one now. They didn't start that too, not too long ago. And let me throw this in but there. There has back. been a hip-hop Hall of Fame since the 90s. Thank you. That's my question. Here's what I don't Sugar get. Sugar Hill had to be the first Here's one. what I don't right. get. And guess what? If you'll just clarify this, I'm going to be okay. Okay. So we have a hip hop hall of fame, we have uh, we have a blues hall of fame, country. We have a country hall of fame, we have a bluegrass hall of fame. So we have hall of fames for every genre of music, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Should we rename this and say this is pop music hall of fame, or just Meaning, music mu- music or hall music fame. hall of fame? Meaning it doesn't matter what yeah. genre it is. Well, you can all go get your individuals. For instance, yeah, you shouldn't call it rock. And yeah, roll for instance, that. yeah. Should you just say yeah. this is a music hall of fame and it's the most prestigious? For instance, exa- perfect example. I'll take Dad. Perfect example. Hey, Dad, welcome. Talking about our Dad. Yeah. Welcome to the Calhoun County Hall of Fame. Yeah. That was where he coached high school ball. Hey, Coach Burgess, welcome to the high school Hall of Fame where he coached high school. Hey, Coach Burgess, welcome to the Jacksonville State Hall of Fame of people that were at Jacksonville State. But then, at one point, welcome to the Alabama Sports Right. Hall of Fame. Is that really – should we just take this one and say, look, we've got all of our specialty Hall of Fames, but then if you make it in your music, no matter what music genre you're you're from, if you make it to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, that's the most prestigious. Is yeah. that is that fair? Yeah. You know, like you could be named – you know how we have these different – people play, no matter what sport they play, <clears throat> they have the Baseball Hall of Fame, but you also could go into – Another sports hall of fame. Just a, a sports hall yeah. of fame that includes anybody great yeah. at any sport yeah. like the one we have here. You know, we, we, we have the, the Alabama sports hall we of fame. We have one of the greatest, but, by the way. Yeah, but it's not – you can be baseball, you can be tennis, you can be football, you can be whatever, yeah. but you could also be in hall of fames in those individual sports. Correct. Is that what we're t- – should we treat it more like that? Yeah. Because I don't understand how how 
the notorious B.I.G. I think this is considered Houston, the Cooperstown, right? And we right. should or we should acknowledge it that way. How can we have the notorious B.I.G. Whitney Houston <laughs> and the Doobie Brothers going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, or Depeche Mode. Greg, that, seriously, I may dislike Depeche Mode. As much don't, as, don't, as don't, hey, as much as I like any musical, band. I, don't, I thought that was a top it, ice cream. Even if it, if that's your thing, are they that popular? <laughs> I didn't think so. What the What about Nine Inch Nails? Nine Inch Nails, which is basically one guy, but mm-hmm. that's that. Adler loves that crap. That's that industrial mess. But is that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Material? I don't think so. Well, especially when I have the list because we're about to run time. But the list of people who were up for it that didn't get in it, they were actually nominated, and some of these that have been picked. Who you was kidding me? Pat Benatar. That'd have been a good one. I think that's good. Dave How about Matthews, Thin Lizzy, Rick? Oh, my Seriously? Right. Yeah. I'd even put the MC5 in there because they influenced a lot. They weren't hugely popular, but they influenced a lot of bands that ended up being rock bands. The MC5, you ever seen anything mm-hmm. on them? I have. Pretty I, good. Amazing. As, as a guy that doesn't follow music like you guys, did it? Was it always more rock and roll? And at some point, yes. it changed. Yes. When was that? Yeah, I think it did. Was that eighties, nineties? Was that was that just recent in the last twenty years? Well, did Motown always be part of it? Because Motown, I never uh, really kept up with it that much. There's probably a Motown Hall of Fame. You see yeah. my point, though. Has this always been going on, and we're just noticing it more, or is this something new over the last twenty years? Well, you know that one time there was no in- interest in hip hop because it didn't exist. Yeah. Uh, but you bring up Motown, which is a perfect example. If, if they've always been going in, then maybe it, it really should never been called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. It should have just been called the Music Hall of Fame. And this is the most prestigious. There you're you the biggest of the big if you're here. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Eight six six. We be big is our number. All right. A couple of things um, as we come back. HelloFresh.com. HelloFresh.com teamed up with the the Rick and Bubba show last year, and now they are continuing with us going forward. Uh, this is a this is a great service because I know you want to start eating better, and one of the best ways to eat better is to actually have the meals already put together for you. Uh, that way, you know they've been properly measured. You know what's going on with the ingredients, and then all you have to do is actually just prepare the meal. You get it on the table, uh, and uh, much quicker. You're, you're saving yourself, you know, going to the grocery store and trying to figure out the recipes and the ingredients, and you're standing in line. Uh, this makes cooking this makes cooking at home fun and easy and affordable. Now they do have 22, um, you know, meals that their chefs have already put together for you with their recipes each week. Um, and they've got the low calorie, um, you know, we can't relate to vegetarians, but if you are one, they do have that, uh, family friendly options also available. So if you're kind of done, uh, with the grocery store run that takes usually on average about 40 minutes, uh, with, with hellofresh.com, everything you need to make those meals at home and you have picked the ones you want come directly to your door. If you're going to be out of town, then just tell me I'm going to be there that week. You can customize it in any way you want to. Uh, it is America's number one meal kit, and you will love these recipes. You'll love these meals. And right now, if you go to HelloFresh.com, use the code Bubba, you will get 10 free meals, including free shipping. So, boy, if you ever were going to try it, now's the time to do it. HelloFresh.com, the code Bubba, 10 free meals and free shipping. There's a link at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. Bubba, we were talking about tyrannical governments earlier in the program. Sadly, we were talking about our own. If Elizabeth Warren and uh, her party gets to regain power again, 
you know, if you're in Iran and, uh, you know, we, we talk about empty scamps and tattletales, they're not a huge fan of it. Uh, so we have this video that, that has come out and now it, it really, there's not even a debate any longer. Iran shot down the Ukrainian passenger jet. Yeah. It looks like with two missiles yeah. shot at it twice by, by accident. Mm-hmm. Now remember something I still don't understand. They didn't mean us any harm. All right. Okay. Right. Just they br- were just they throwing brushback. It was pitches. a brushback. They didn't mean yeah. us any harm at all. Uh, it's just when they thought one of our planes was flying in in retaliation, they shot it down. But they don't mean us any harm. Even though I that mean, plane a, left their airport and right. was going the other direction. Right. I don't know. Well, Bubba, it, it's bad, you know, to to uh, to be in Iran and be the person who actually shot the video. That's actually worse than being the person that shot the missiles, um, because now you've ruined Iran's and all these tyrannical governments. You know who just make up you know news. Oh, I'm sorry, we're doing that now. But uh, you know they they were denying that they shot it down, but now this video shows clearly that they did. And Greg said they're now looking for the person who shot the video. Is that correct? Right. Did they have him? I they just have heard him. that he was is is arrested. Is going to be arrested. They're going. Eh, not not good. Not good if I heard that on the way in. If the Iranian government found out you're the one that shot the video that's out that everybody sees that you, we, that they shot down a passenger jet. Uh oh, that's uh, mm. and look, it it was accidental, but it was because now only the Democrats can take this and blame it on Trump. Right, <laughs> they're doing it. They're they're, they're oh, saying sure. that Trump kills Samanali, whatever his name is. Yeah. <laughs> And then, because he he was just this hero. I mean, we even heard Chris Matthews refer to him as Elvis uh, or Princess Di to the Iranian people. Yeah. Of course, you see a lot of uh, Iranian people who can speak freely saying just the opposite. But anyway, so so we were hard. We just we we shot this great upstanding upstanding world citizen, and so Iran gets mad because it's just like somebody shooting Elvis or Princess Di, according to Chris Matthews. How does anybody even work another day after making a statement like that? But anyway, so really, the fact that Iran fired on our U.S. forces and and the Iraqi base, it's really Trump's fault because he killed this wonderful citizen that upset the Iranians, and they fired on Mm -hmm. us, not meaning us any harm, of course. Right. And then... Even though they were firing missiles that didn't even go where they were supposed to, meaning they didn't know where they were going to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but about but they but they meant us no harm. Pretty high failure. We rate. hid. We yeah. had a heads up. They didn't mean us any harm. And so, um, so then the fact that they thought we were retaliating, even though there was a deal that it would just be a brushback, so they could save face. Right. <laughs> I don't know why they think. Who we were, did did we ever find out who made that phone call to go? Hey, we're about to launch y'all shelter. But hear hear me out. If this was all arranged for them to save face, which is why not retaliating was right, why are they shooting people down? Uh, because they shot people down because, oh, they thought it might have been one of our planes coming to retaliate after they fired on us. So if, you, if you're doing Democratic history and Democrat reporting, I'll tell you who shot this plane down, Donald Trump. Well, Rick, you know, it's, it's amazing to me that they have the technology that they could control these missiles within – you know, just a few hundred feet of where our troops were sheltering as a brushback pitch, but they couldn't track an airliner that took off at their own airport. Thank you, Bubba. Well said. And notice that it was going the other direction. Well, it was just a brushback. Well, how about how about a brushback for the plane? Bubba, they didn't get one. Bubba, it was all arranged so they could save face. And it's a uh, and um and we, you, by the way, you, I heard one report, I, and I don't know. You know how all these things start mm-hmm. flying out. 
But I heard that he was on our terrorist kill list, that anybody could get a shot at him was supposed to take a shot at him. And you know when he was put on that list? During President Obama's term. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I don't know. That was just a report that was out there. I have no idea. Bubba, th- I wasn't in on the conversation. Bubba, th- this is like some foreign uh, leader taking out Jimmy Hoffa. Okay, and then we start pretending like he was a hero, <laughs> and, that, and then that everybody loved him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's uh, so. So anyway, um, that's uh, that. It is official. Iran. I mean, this this video shows two missiles taking down. Look, they thought they were getting retaliation, and they shot down the wrong plane. Now Not, the plane was climbing and going away. I don't know how you well, determine that is an attack coming in. A little gray on that, but. Um, well, Bubba, as you and, said, and Rick, it looks like now with the latest, uh, you know, radar images and satellite footage that we have, the plane was hit, and even it didn't blow up immediately. I mean, I don't know what was going on on board, but it tried to turn and return to the airport, and that's when it blew up. Well, after the second missile hit it, yeah, probably, probably. Yeah. probably. Yeah. Well, your your point stands, and that is Iran is so precise. About their brushback. Right. Now, we got some scuds we took out of the, down in the basement, and we just fired them off into who knows where. Okay. But it was just a brushback. They never intended to hurt anybody. Right. Uh, they even told us what they were doing. They told got, us it was coming. To, so yeah. we could hide. Mm-hmm. And then, because it was just a brushback. You know what? They, they just, they're just saving face. Rick, you just don't understand. Right. Now, for some reason, in all this wonderful planning, they didn't know when a Ukrainian passenger jet was leaving their own airport. Uh, and they did not seem like they would have you know some kind of printout on that. There they are calling right now. They have the ability yeah. to do it to do a brushback, and they have the ability to make sure no American troops were harmed because they never intended that. Right? They didn't want a war. They, you know what they want to do? Well, I don't know. Maybe they did. Now we yeah. were told by some people yeah. they did. Some they oh, didn't. oh, don't, don't forget! Don't forget that moment when we were told <laughs> that we don't give them the war they want, but what they did, they never intended us to wage war on them. Well, if they needed a war, then they would have tried to kill people, so it would start a war, and then that way their people would concentrate on us and not concentrate on overthrowing their government, which we've been told by Iranian people they do. You know how you so can did solve they want a, a lot war, of this? Or did they want a war or not want yeah. a war? Uh, <laughs> apparently, I'm going to go with wanted one because they shot down a plane they thought was coming in, Okay, and, and which means they thought they might be at war. Uh, so, so I, I mean, I'm just working through this. I'm a C student from Calhoun County, Alabama, but I, you know, I can, I think you can throw stuff on the table and even my old goofy self can figure it out. I think, I think I got it, but maybe you've uh, got a lot of people with their finger on the trigger and ain't got a clue what's going on. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but the, the big, the other point is if you're the video shooter, Iran either has him or is looking looking for, for or they're looking for him. And that's, you don't want to be in that situation. There's more footage coming out today. You see that launch. It's a, you know, that other was kind of out in the country, it looked like. But this other was a, a shot from a security camera, I think. Shows the missiles. All right, we'll come back. We'll take phone calls um, at 866-WE-BE-BIG, and we'll find out what is on your mind. So um, now footage showing two missiles took down the Ukrainian. This will be the, this will be the next hearing the House will have so they can uh, have more impeachment charges. Right. <laughs> and, and the new campaign will be Trump shot down yeah. Ukrainian plane and kills innocent people. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Look at there. There's old phone troll music. There it is. Uh, 
866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We are ready to chat with you. Long distance, directory assistance, so bring it in. Two timeouts exist. Bubba's got one. Speedy's got one. Other, I'm sorry. Helmsy's hey, got one. Otherwise, buzzer sounds, meaningless shout-out, shameless plug. Those will don't. They'll, they'll bring. They'll just, that'll just bring on an instant buzzer. But otherwise, you got thirty seconds. You might even get a timeout to expand, uh, as long as they don't run out of timeouts. Let's start uh, with Rick in Andalusia, listening to us on one zero seven seven. If you want to get in, lines are available, and Stretch Armstrong is standing by, focused and ready to go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones are trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. All right, let's go, Rick. What's on your mind? Okay, I spent 12 years in the world's finest Navy, eight years of it on an aircraft carrier. Thank you. Our weapon systems are not extremely complicated. Uh, ones that the Russians make have got to be simplistic because of... Mm. Mm. Rick, you're right, you were right on the fringe. Your cell phone mm. was cutting in and out. Mm. And we're not sure if it was the Russians jamming you or what. Good night. Look at that. Or just, a, just a bad cell site. Uh, Christian uh, in Hoover. Christian, go ahead. Uh, Monkey Grass in Green Acres. Thanks for the call. Welcome, sir. <laughs> What's on your mind? So, so I was a lighting designer and technical director at a venue in Lufkin, Texas in 2011. So we had Glenn Campbell come in, and we had already been told that he had already had the beginning signs of Alzheimer's. So when he came in, we had to put uh, monitors on the front of the stage so that he could see his lyrics. Now, in in my career, I've seen a lot of amazing things during sound check, but one of the most amazing things I saw him do during sound check is, if you look at it on YouTube, he does it in an older video. So he was playing, and he started playing the William Tell Overture and then put the guitar behind his head and continued to play it by himself wow. during sound check. And it was one of the most amazing things that I had ever seen. His guitar playing, even with the early stages and really pretty substantial stages in cases of Alzheimer's, was remarkable. His, 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 hand, his hand-eye coordination and still the, how quick his fingers were, it just was amazing. And and I saw in yeah. the special the the part where he and his daughter do the dueling banjos, uh, and then they then yeah. the, and they go back and forth all the way through. That was incredible wow. as well. His guitar playing was was phenomenal. Uh, he would get forgetful, yeah, yeah and all that. So it's it's great. Yeah, just seeing him, you know, because like when he came through, he you know they him and his daughter, his youngest daughter stumbled. He stumbled a little bit when they did dueling banjos mm-hmm. with us, mm-hmm. and then. He just he like he just like kind of made a joke about it during the performance, yeah. and then pick it right back up, and you know, and of course, as a good entertainer, we were invested in him, you yeah. know, and it was just like this great, wonderful show. Yeah, they, that's what they said, and I watched the concerts. It's like the audience. There was no. They're not trying to convince you he doesn't have Alzheimer's. Yeah, they're so, just so you know you're yeah. seeing Glenn Campbell with Alzheimer's trying to give you a yeah. concert, and so you're, you're in it with him. If he messes up, they just start over, and the crowd cheers him on, and he gets started again. And he gets, but with those moments of awkwardness, you get such brilliance. All the people said, we just knew this was our last chance to see this entertainer, yeah. and we wanted yeah. to be sure we did. And, uh, and that yeah, was kind of yeah. how it was portrayed and how it was built. So, yeah, it was, just, it was just awesome, awesome experience to see. You know, my, draw, my jaw just dropped seeing him just 
You know, because like, like I said, there's an old video on YouTube of him doing the William Taylor Overture behind his back, and it's just like, you, you, just seeing it live, there's nothing like seeing something like that live. I know. Christian, mm-hmm. thanks. I, I never knew until recent what a phenomenal guitar player he was, because he kind of became, you know, I've got a variety show, right. Rhinestone Cowboy. You, you forgot that his start was a studio musician who was brilliant with the guitar, Yeah, and uh, but he could play. I uh, threw that timeout flag just for you and Greg, and Greg, he just evidently didn't care about any of it. All right, buddy. Well, Greg, thank you. I enjoyed that. I, mean, I've, Greg, I was listening. Are you, Hams, you, I love Glenn Campbell. Well, I know, I but you, I you loved it. You don't love it as much as them. You love, I throw flags for you too, Bubba, and I also think you have a flag over there, so you'll throw things that yeah, you know. Yeah. maybe you care about. But I love Glenn Campbell. I just I'm trying to think of the entire well, what, team on this. Well, what he means is you, you love Rhinestone Cowboy. Greg and I probably love his brilliance as a musician. Yeah, yeah. and I loved his TV show. If he right. don't have Rhinestone Cowboy, you don't even – yeah, and I was screaming, leave Tanya alone the whole time. Right, right, you were. I <laughs> knew way, that was true. By the way, uh, you loved him in Boy. True Grit. Yeah, Boy. yeah. Don't, don't try to make up for it, Greg. They showed that, too. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But you don't appreciate Wichita linemen. Well, it's, you know, right. like I said, I'm, I'm so from John Rhinestone Cowboys. How about this? The Wichita lineman is one of those songs that fits in that category of it makes you feel strange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we, it, it, it absolutely it, does. Yeah, boy, it does. Am out there on the line by himself? It's just a weird Good time. night. All right, we continue. Joey in Montgomery, I-92, WLWI. Joey. Joey, go ahead. Good morning, guys. Hey. Mm-hmm. Hey, got a uh, conspiracy theory on the uh, Ukraine plane that uh, got shot down. I know a lot of innocent people lost their lives. and that's sure. you know, Kind of big dog government works that way sometimes, but it's been told that people – that intelligence was on that plane that had um, information uh, tied to Hunter Biden, yeah, and the yeah. government had it. Uh, take the, the Democrats left wing had it taken out. <laughs> well, right. Can anybody document where the Clintons were? Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> James in Mississippi. But see, they're being critical of it. James in Mississippi, Greg, Greg, no, and you no mentioned it, on you. but it needs to be mentioned on there. Another brilliant musician has passed. Go ahead, James. Yeah, Neil Parton passed away, I think it was Saturday, and he was one of the best on a set of drums. I didn't know if you guys knew it or not. Oh, he may be the best. Yeah, he may be the best. Yeah, I, you know, I saw that, and I forgot. And he was relatively young, but it was brain cancer, right, yeah. that, that that took him out. But in, uh, and and yeah, what he, was odd, if you and Rush is not really my thing. I don't really care for that band. But I, I like him. I don't like everything, but I, 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 he's incredible. He's one of those people that, Changed the way the men's that's right play, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and the fact that he was the one that wrote the lyrics to the songs, yeah, how about that? Was always interesting to me, but uh, boy, what a brilliant drummer, though. Uh, we continue, uh, Kip in Jackson. Kip, go ahead, 30 seconds. Good morning, guys. Hey, hey buddy. just wanted to talk about Chris Matthews comparing Salamani to Princess Di and Elvis. Unbelievable. I mean, <laughs> you had Elvis, a great entertainer, you had Princess Di, a loved woman. If the Iranian people perceived him as if he was that loved then why aren't we discussing the the cultural issues that we have there if that kind of a man if that terrorist is loved beloved like that well I, in all fairness to chris matthews i think he was trying to say he was a well-known figure there basically is what he was trying to say well what he was saying though that it was you're right but he was saying so you need to understand who you're killing to them he would be like Elvis would be to us, and to them, he would be like Princess Di. You can't just go kill people if you don't know understand who that person is to this society. However, there was a lot. Of I people, disagree there with was a him. lot of people that were chanting USA. Right. Yeah. I dis- <laughs> I disagree that Chris Matthews is right. Most of the people that were acting like they loved him either were paid or yeah. feared for their lives. Yep. 
Uh, we, that's what Chris Matthews is ignorant to a tyrannical government, especially a theocracy like they have there. He, he's ignorant to that. Uh, let's go to um, uh, let's go to Mike and and uh, is it Tallahassee or Tallahassee? Uh, Tallahassee, Alabama. Go ahead. Yeah, hey, uh, Bubba, I just wanted to let you know I know who made that anonymous phone call. Uh, who it was, was it? The, uh, it was the number uh, two guy that just became number one. He's seen his command being cut short. I'm not, I'm, what are we talking about? He, he, he's the guy who tipped off balls, but who tipped off the, uh, the oh, guys that was coming. Oh, that was what I'd ask him. Yeah, who yeah. is this guy? Oh, okay. John in Carolina. John, go ahead. Thirty. I want to ask you uh, how far can a radio show or TV show go before the FCC steps in? And the reason I'm asking this is because New Year's Eve night, Anderson Cooper. They were on there on their New Year's Eve show talking about the size of men's genitals. Saw that, and they even used the C word. What? Yes. Are you kidding? No, not at all. Would they get drunk or something and start carrying? They were a little tipsy. Rick Rick was Anderson Cooper. I was about to say. uh, uh, And and this was on what network? CNN. CNN. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute! This (laughs) first time I've heard this. We remember the year before. Weren't they drunk in a bar? Remember that? Well, because they're cable, it's it's a different set of rules and broadcasts. Is it? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that did happen, by the way. He was not. He didn't make any of that up. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, alrighty. Uh, well, alrighty then. Alrighty. Okie dokie. Onward and upward. Kind of makes you think CNN may stand for something different with it. All right. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. You heard sounded so lame. Then came two good old boys breaking through that static noise. And my radio ain't never been the same. It's a very funny thing how they make us laugh and sing. I'm so glad they proved all of those critics wrong. You got Rick and you got Bubba. Man, there just ain't no other. From Alabama to the world, still going strong. Man, I love to sing that Rick and Bubba song. Rick and Bubba! Here we go. Seven minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 26 years and loving it. Thank you for being with us today on the program. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. Stretch Armstrong, taking your phone calls. Rick and Bubba student, earning his degree in common sense. Now a superpower. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here. And, of course, we're broadcasting today Bill. for a better tomorrow. For Broadcasting today? For a better tomorrow. Uh, Bubba. Let's tap the brakes on that. So I, <laughs> I love that commercial. Yes. I do <laughs> I not Yeah. I do not like Jeopardy. I don't want to be around <laughs> Jeopardy. Yeah, it makes me feel real insignificant. I don't know why this happened. Sherry and I were watching TV. I don't know when it even is on. And, and we were kicking around. We didn't have any plan. You know, we were looking. And, you know, the thing I've noticed, and I love my wife so much, what a wonderful gift. She'll be our podcast guest this Thursday that we'll record it. It'll be out this weekend. But women in general, 
and I, maybe y'all haven't noticed this, have a difficult time making their mind up. Um, I told you guys a few weeks ago, one of the funniest cartoons I've seen is when what? a woman is on death row in the cartoon and they come in and say, what would you like to have for your last meal? And she says to the guard, I don't know. What do you want? <laughs> and um, and so, so now the problem with all this programming that's now available on TV with the streaming apps and you got this and you got that, now what does this present? Another place where women have to make a decision. Hey, baby, what you want to watch? <laughs> you know, and, and um, so – it got to the point, like, sometimes I'll go, the problem, honey, if it's like Sherry was like, gosh, if we watch that, though, what if it's over here? Is, it, is there a trailer we can watch on this one? Well, some have trailers, maybe some don't. Oh, I know. Hey, this one doesn't have a trailer. What about, what do you think this is? You think this is any good? Well, honey, I don't know. It doesn't have a trailer. And, and then, we're, then we're kicking around with this. So finally, in this particular. In the future, yeah. if it doesn't have a trailer there, just Google whatever that is in the trailer on your phone, and it'll pull one up. Okay. They have a trailer. It's just they don't offer it there. Okay. And that, okay. I do that all the time. All right. That's a yeah. boy. I needed that. Yeah. So anyway, so I don't know how this happened. I don't. I do not know. We happened to just start flipping around now on just cable, and we came across this Jeopardy greatest of all time, where they brought back the three greatest players oh, yeah. of all time. And for just a moment, I don't know, I guess we decided to feel stupid. I don't know what our plan was. I think it almost became like we were watching acrobatics or something. It's like it became like you know a feat of strength, uh, someone who's a daredevil. We were so amazed and at some points concerned that these men knew these answers. You're like, how do you know these answers? And uh, and and I I don't know which one's which. I know Ken Jennings won. Yeah, Ken Jennings is officially the goat, the greatest of all time when it comes to Jeopardy. <laughs> if y'all could put up Ken Jennings' picture, then I'll be able to see if this is the guy I thought. I call him, I call him stage right, TV left. The, he was the first one from the left to the right watching the TV. If you're in the okay. room, he would have been the first one from the right to the left. If you're, <laughs> if you're where he's sitting. And uh, now, Rick, that, that did he, didn't print. Did that not print, uh, print the picture of the three of them standing there? Uh, uh-uh. Okay, all right. We'll try to find. There we go. There? there we go. Yeah, that's no, Ken Jennings. Right no, that's there. not the one I thought one. Yeah. All right. So that's the now, one in the middle. I call him the guy in the middle. He uh, they they took the three greatest winners in Jeopardy history. One who'd won the most games, which was Ken Jennings. One who'd won the most money in a single game, and then the one who'd won the most money. And they, you know, they brought them back for this tournament of champions, and I love it that the, they did this. And uh, and and Ken Jennings won it, so he's the best. Over 15 years, that's when he first appeared on the show. His winnings is over four thousand three hundred and seventy thousand dollars. <throat> what? You mean four million? I said four million. I'm sorry. Yeah, what I, did I say? I was 4, about 000? to say he had four thousand. Four million three hundred and seventy thousand. I was about to say that Jeopardy's a little tight, well, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> For a goat winner, it seems a little low, Bubba. But I, but they had the one that used right. to be fat. Now he's skinny. Mm-hmm. That's how I know him. Yeah. Used to be fat. Now I'm skinny. Guy in the middle. Now, is that then, James or Brad? That's a, that's the one right there. Just came from the other side. That's the guy that was owning it when I was watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy. But but th- this guy down here, he, he really got wore out. Oh, I used to be fat, now I'm skinny. Mm-hmm. But but to see how many – undoubtedly they do all kinds of different versions of who's the best of whatever. Mm-hmm. He had won so many championships, it was unbelievable. And now he was going for this one. Uh, but he was really getting smoked by the other two. Ken Jennings and, and Guy on the left, they were smoking, used to be fat on the far right. And, um, and, and so let me ask you a question: If so you, you had to, if you had, if they were a contact uh, in your in phone, what would he be? 
because I know you have yard guy. Um, used to be farm, fat. Huh? He, 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 be, he used to be fat used to be guy? Fat, yeah. Okay. Now, right. you know, now Ken who, Jennings would be Jeopardy guy to me. Jeopardy champ. Uh, okay. I would say Jeopardy guy because I'm not going to have any more Jeopardy, Jeopardy people in there. And okay. then the other guy I would have identified him in my contacts is that Jeopardy thing far left. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Got it. So this guy on the right right here with the, the little beard or whatever it is, he is the used to be fat guy on, the, on our right? Yeah, yeah he's, okay. he used to be fat. Okay. He's lean now. Nice. And then that guy on the be. other side, when I was watching, that, the, the thing that got me about the guy far left, mm-hmm. uh, the far left guy, what got me about him is he, he was so, it's almost like he had no emotions. He was almost like a robot. And he, and, and he tried to hip it up a little bit. He was the hippest of the three. Okay. And he would do things like this, things about Helmsy for four. He wouldn't say 400. Uh, you know what I mean? Okay. Can you do that? Is that a, That's, well, they were letting him do it. You know how they are about saying everything just right. I know. Slogans, Greg Burgess for three. You know, he would just bounce it around. Yeah. And I noticed their strategy is they go for the $1,000 one immediately. They don't even fool. They, they won't go. They won't. Huh. See, I didn't watch any of it because I didn't want to have my feelings hurt. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what. I, left. I knew I'd see the highlight of who won. I think I, I was kind of thankful. I thought that I would feel stupid. But I actually was just kind of glad that my life was more fun than theirs. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I, I, okay. I found myself thinking, I'm glad I'm not them. I don't think if I knew all this, I probably gave up a lot of days of hunting and, you know, being outdoors. Probably wouldn't have played sports. Uh, and so I, I, I was okay with my life. I, I never desired to be them. I thought to myself, if I could make money like that, I think I'd rather do it another way <laughs> than I'm a quiz show champ. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'd like to have my how life. About that, with how about that brain? movie, The Quiz Show? You remember that? Yeah, man. That was a good setup. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, getting a lot of people saying you're 100% right. All these streaming apps have just presented another place where your wife can't make their mind up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, baby. We'll watch whatever you want to watch. <sighs> All right. So, what do you think about this one right here? Well, I don't know, baby. Do you, do you want to watch that? I don't. Show me the trailer, baby. We just watched the trailer. Yeah, show me again. You got to plan about an hour ahead of time. I literally You're get. Right, I literally get. Show me the trailer after we just watched it. Yeah, mm-hmm. baby. You don't remember what was in the trailer? I, I want to see it again. I, I, that's nice. <laughs> one more time. Uh, no, I tell you what. Let's put this over here. Oh, this is the worst. Let me put this in the. What is the one where you put in there where you think you might watch it at some time? Your favorites or yeah, there's a uh, name wish for list. Wish list. That's yeah, the one. Yeah. Let's put that in the wish list. I said, baby, you've just put 13 things in the wish list. <laughs> we got to watch something. Yeah, that list. Mm-hmm. I blame these guys right here for everything when it comes to to like um, binge watching. Mm-hmm. Terry will come in. Hey, what do you? What's this? Mm-hmm. Well, something the guys told me about. Mm-hmm. They watched yeah. it. They said I it gave pretty, you something this morning. They said it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, really, boy, they watch a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes I don't think y'all do, but I'll just oh, yes, they watch this. Greg right. said it was good. I saw a weird one the other day. What was it? No, I can't say it. Something about cats. Documentary. Bubba, I'm disappointed in Bubba because I gave him Apple Plus. Their content yeah. for all mankind yeah. is right up his alley. Yes. I, just, I don't Von have Braun, that. Apollo 11. Yeah. It's a series, and it is, it is yeah. excellent. I didn't subscribe to it. That's like that's four ninety nine like, a month. I yeah, think you can, can handle it there, million dollar man. Yeah, I got too many. I got too many of them. I'm already on. I have to drop one. That means you don't know how to pull it up, do you? Rick yeah, I know. And I do. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Can I ask you this too? Speaking, and I know here to ask the term or say the ask the question: What is correct grammar? How outlandish is that to even be said on the show? Is it the greatest of all time, or is it the greatest of all times? 
It's just time, right? Greatest of all time. You mean when it comes to goat? Just saying that. It is just yeah. one time. Greatest of time. Because time, time. Is, time is itself, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, Debbie, no Debbie, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Hi, doing great. I'm so glad to hear that. What's on your mind today? I have a question. All right, come on. If Greg Burgess had his dream game of Jeopardy, what would his categories be? So oh, what categories would you, Greg like you. to have up on the board? Ooh. Thank you so yeah. much. That you can say on air, Greg. Yeah, that's good. 80 hair band. Okay, that's good. In the 80s, I, I know a lot about that for some uh-huh. reason. Dog right. names. What about dog names? Mm, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, coffee? You a big coffee guy. Wrestling? Mm, I don't know. What about, about wrestling? Lot. Mm. Yeah, I can give you a little history of wrestling. I can get back in there. Anything back to the power company days? No. Pole climbing for power, 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 power. Yeah, maybe that. NASCAR. Power, power, power for power, power distribution. <laughs> NASCAR, yeah, NASCAR, definitely, Rick. Yeah. NASCAR, oh, yeah. you can. That's your daddy. Oh, baby. Mm-hmm. All about that one. <laughs> That'd be good. Probably, I t- might even give you a little NFL. Oh, really? A little oh, NFL. way back. Uh, 70s NFL. NFL of the 70s. What about alcohol? NFL of the 70s. NFL of the 70s. Greatest utility beers of all time. Utility beers for 200. Yeah. All right, Bubba, your choice. Uh, Alex, I'll go yum for 300. <laughs> uh, Beth in Birmingham. Beth, go ahead. Is that me? That is, if your name's Beth, Beth and you, you hear me speaking in the phone, yes. You're in luck. Beth, thank you for calling. Go ahead. Uh, first of all, I just want to tell Bubba that his haircut is working over time. Okay, well, all right. Looking very good this morning in the blue shirt. Look out. Hey, turn it down, Bubba. People got estrogen roaring. <laughs> haircut. I know that haircut was there. Yeah, just kind of messed up. Yeah. Show the back of it. That's right. She likes it messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Towel dried and came on. <laughs> also wanted to tell y'all that uh, there's a new show on Netflix called Messiah. It's a series, and I would love your take on that show. All right, wait. Is oh. this- Let me tell you this. Time out. If you can deal with subtitles, watch it. But I, I cannot stand subtitles. I tried to watch it. I tried it too, and I. I, I, I can't. Same way. I, I'm not going to read this stinking movie. I'm just not. Well, now I get it that they're not speaking English, but make them speak English. So is this is this one of these shows that's supposed to be? Just historical, no, or is this no, one of these? Making no, no, no. Is, well, because there's one they're supposed to be betraying Jesus as being gay. That's different. No, no, that's, no, that's, that's not comedy. comedy. It's not this the is comedy. almost like a modern day <laughs> okay. if Jesus came back today. Yeah, I mean, this, yeah, I mean, it looked like it was really interesting, but I'm yeah. not going to read the stupid. It's very strange. Weird if you me give out, it to me just every now and then, right? But it, uh, the whole time they're over there with his bunch. Yeah. Doing it. Well, you know, Passion of the Christ was subtitles the whole time. Ruined it. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, it ruined it. I'm sorry. I hate to say that. I know it's going to offend some people, but I would have liked it better if they spoke. It w- it they were speaking. Not no, English, Rick. Give me English. Okay. I, I know they didn't speak English. You want to go back the- to the great Jesus of Nazareth, the blue-eyed Jesus yes. speaking English. <laughs> or, or go back to Hunt for Red October. They start How out. Have you done this to Red, Hunt for Red October? <laughs> they start out in Russian, and then all of a sudden he, he goes from Russian and he goes into English like it's okay now. Y'all know they speak Russian. Here's English. Okay. Would you have been okay if Passion of the Christ would have still done done subtitles in some of the bigger moments where you could hear? I don't know, Rick. Really. I'm anti-subtitle. Okay, just overall. I just don't yeah. like I'm not, it. I'm I not mean, crazy about it. I think, I, I think Greg is the first person I've ever heard said didn't like Passion of the Cross. Well, for any said, reason. I like Passion of the for Cross. For any reason. Okay. For any reason. Time out. Would it have been, been, well, I'm being honest, and I, I'm sorry I'm the only one to admit it because we're scared to say it. It has nothing <laughs> to do with the subject, but would I have enjoyed it more if I didn't have to read it? Because I'm missing stuff while I'm reading. 
I don't like that. I like to look at it. I don't want to read. I, I, I understand that. I do. I really do. I, don't. I understand it. And then I get to it. concentrating on their language. <laughs> Look, and then I get to concentrating on their language and seeing what it is in English and trying to hear which word they're saying. Yeah. And then that distracts me. But see, I kind of like on one side hearing Couldn't the watch way Narcos. they said it too. You know, Narcos was good. What's that? No, Narcos. It's it was good. It was sub. It was had subtitles. It was about a, a Pablo Escobar. Escobar. All I'm just saying, Greg, is that sometimes, and you right, you're being honest, and I understand your point, but. It was just kind of interesting to be in a moment where you just said the Passion of the Christ should have done like Hunt for Red October, and, you know, yeah. you, and you put those two things together. <laughs> well, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> right, right. I'm just being—I don't like subtitles. Rick, now, I'll give you subtitles in a documentary because they can't help it; they don't speak. Are the you saying that Sean Connery should have been Pontius Pilate? That's what I want. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Would, would you have given oh, this more, awesome. this Messiah? Would you have given it yes. more? If it, okay, so I would. I honestly, good. I honestly would like your take on it, Rick, too. Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you, it is. It it goes to strange, weird. Places I'm a little nervous well. when people start tamping with Jesus. Well, I know. It don't I, really well, come out and say it. I don't guess it did. I didn't I, read. Well, that. I didn't give it long enough. To, maybe, maybe it's not near as bad as I'm thinking. But I, I couldn't. I don't know. I was. It was a struggle for Look, me. Look, I remember I, when Jesus Christ Superstar I felt weird came out, watching it. When that's Jesus weird. Christ Superstar is brought up, I don't ever. I don't know when to, whether to go. Hey, that was awesome, or man, that's blasphemy. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? It's yeah. one of those things where I just this in it. I don't know if the character is actually supposed to be Jesus. I think it's it's a. It looked like it would be good, but again, now you got parts when they're talking. You know, when but when we go over there with all the actions happen, and they got them stupid subtitles. Mm. And I thought it would be temporary, and I said, oh, it'll uh-huh. quit in a minute. Are you saying yeah. they're just using the term Messiah in a more general way? It's not yeah. about the actual Jesus? Exactly. I didn't give it long enough to determine okay. that. I'm scared of it. I mean, this guy. Yeah, I was. I was. Hey, this guy's kind of. I don't get caught up. He's what? I mean, this is, I mean, it looked like it would be pretty interesting. Well, the reason if why you I, get by reading it's it, very well done. I will say that I can't that. read them though. The, God, the reason why I'm, the reason why I'm asking yeah. that question we're, we're going through movie. we're going through the Gospel of John right now in the Wednesday Bible study, and and I'd often wondered sometimes when when the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the Sanhedrin, when they're trying to say, look, just tell us straight up, you know, you're you're telling us he he basically said, I am telling you, are just ignoring my analogy, you know, tell me right now, are you Messiah? Yes or no. And he wouldn't do it. Now he would tell individuals that woman at the well, and and uh, uh, he you know talking to uh, you know the young rich ruler, some of these things. But he wouldn't. He would. He would never tell those religious leaders straight up. And the reason why was the word Messiah for them had gotten to the point it was more political and military than it was spiritual. And so he said, "There's already a misunderstanding, thinking I'm here to do some overthrow of the Roman government." And I'm not going to, I know if I say the word Messiah, you're trying to trick me into saying Messiah. And if I do, then that's going to, that's going to be misunderstood and it's going to cause mayhem. And I'm not going to the cross until the father gives me the, it, we're going to the cross. So you're not going to trick me into that. I did tell you that I'm the son of God and the son of man. I've told you that if you've seen me, you've seen the father. I've told you that the father and I are one. I've given you every single indication of, of the answer to the question that you're asking, and I'm answering it. You just can't understand it, or you refuse to acknowledge I've already answered it. So I wonder, does this take that word Messiah and, and, and kind of just take that and say and do a different thing with it? That's what I was wondering. And Show. the final answer, I am. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Which, boy, everybody went nuts on that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to watch it more, but I can't. So you, you've seen Abraham. Abraham, you're not even 50 years old. I did. Before Abraham, I am. I got the words too low on the screen. Yeah. It wasn't our I am. It was, it was a whole nother thing. <laughs> yeah.
Greg, what if you had a reader watch it with you and they read the titles for you and you watched <laughs> the movie? That's good. I want to hear the, all the funny voices and all. Okay. We'll be back. Somebody said they saw all of it. Larry, he can tell us. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. It's 35 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866, we be big as a number. Relief Factor, Relief Factor, Relief Factor. Um, let me tell you right now, another email that has come in from someone that's been using Relief Factor. And that's what you want to know, don't you? Does it work? Has it worked? I, I can tell you when I'm taking it on a regular basis, it is night and day. If I go through times where I forget or I run out and, and I'm and it just I'm like Rick, hey buddy, it helps you. Just keep on using it. Uh, but here is Katie in the great state of Virginia. She said two days after total shoulder replacement surgery, I was screaming in pain. I've heard y'all talk about this relief factor many times, so I went to their website. I ordered it at two in the morning. Two weeks later, my back and hip quit hurting, as well as my painful shoulder. I'm now able to walk uh, straight up, and my shoulder is gaining strength each day. Uh, I've told uh, I've told all my friends about this family as well, uh, and told them they need to order it. And by the way, I am 64, and starting thanks to Relief Factor, to feel like I'm 44 again. We've been talking about this outstanding product, and let me tell you, like like Katie in Virginia, if if it's gonna if it works for you. Uh, it certainly works for us, um, and we've had many others. It is worth a try, especially with the bad side effects of the over-the-counter pain meds. They weren't designed to be a lifestyle choice. And, of course, the opioids and all the different prescription pain meds, my goodness, uh, it, they are wreaking havoc on our society. Uh, but this is all natural. It's for botanicals uh, that naturally um, you know, work with the body's natural response to inflammation, uh, and, he, and you have none of the side effects that go with it. You can take it every day, uh, just like you would a multivitamin. If you'd like to find out more, go to relieffactor.com, get a three-week supply, nineteen ninety-five. Uh, that'll let you know. Within three weeks, you'll know if it's working or not. If it doesn't, then you know it's probably not going to help. But if it does, like it does for so many, like Katie here in Virginia, it could be life-changing. So get yours today if you haven't already tried it. All right, so we, we just went and watched the trailer uh, of the Netflix series Messiah. And Greg, there may be hope for you. It looks like. Yeah, I, I think I need I needed to wait past one episode because I think they actually get more speaking. Because you know when it shows the people in America that are tracking the guy, they're speaking English. But I think it shows it like he comes to America, right? Yeah, yeah. I, miss, yeah. I think I'm. Yeah. Look like he was all over the place. I yeah. think yeah. I can I can work <laughs> yeah. my way through. Yeah, maybe I, well, I believe I can. You, you know it it. It, it it looks like it's intriguing. I just I just hope that it doesn't mislead people. And you know, there's I a lot of people. It's a yeah. fictional story, in. and it's well, not I know, just go in. Some people that, will you watch that. that, like watch I mean, it like that. Fictional story. That's the yeah. well, problem. Well, don't forget to any opportunity people have for Jesus to be who they want him to be versus yeah. who he yeah. really is. They're all in. But but here's here he's and, not and he's not a hippie. He's the, not a hippie. And the same thing we right. do with the movie The Ten Commandments. I mean. It's a great movie. We all have seen it many times. We remember it, but it's not exactly like the story yeah. was. And sometimes you forget and you remember the movie more than you do what the actual Bible says. About and no it. subtitles in that one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just Charlton Heston overacting. <laughs> you ever know it was back in that day? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but but I would Greg, what, well, you gonna run down the Ten Commandments? Well, they overact a little bit. If right? you want to watch it and you keep it in the fictional zone, and all that, if it's entertaining, if it's any good. But one thing, like I noticed in the in the uh, trailer, 
you know, somebody threw out the term second coming. Let me be clear. The word of God, when Jesus returns, there will be no CNN trying to figure out if this is him or not. People going, well, you know, I saw this and then I saw that. That's all the first time. When he comes back the second time, there will be no doubt yeah. whatsoever. No one will be. He even said that. There, nobody be wondering out in the. Hey, man, he's out in the wilderness. And he doesn't touch the ground either. So. No. When the sky yeah. splits, he's walking somewhere that ain't him. When the sky splits, uh, and uh, at the sound of of, of of mighty trumpets, it's going to be a. This is what I knew was going to happen, and a joyful praise, or it's going to be the ultimate. Uh oh. Uh, for those that have rejected him, because the the baby Jesus is over, mm-hmm. the suffering servant Jesus is over, the crucified Jesus is over, and the resurrected Jesus has returned to his proper place uh, at the right hand of the Father, and when he comes back, he will come back as a king who will judge the world. Yep. And this will, is this is the warrior that they yeah, were looking for, right? But uh, so there'll be none of this. Hey, man, there's this kind of hippie looking guy that's going around saying some stuff. Not none of that. That's over. But yeah. you don't want to be confused by a series like this. Also, and I just is. think there's some potential for that, right? Well, so no, yeah, I do too. And that's the thing. That's why it's important for us to know the Word of God. I go back to this again, and it was the best analogy I ever heard dealing with Secret Service. And it was convicting to me, and I acted on it. And I'm continuing to try to do something about it. They don't show the Secret Service counterfeit currency. They show the Secret Service the real, genuine article. And the Secret Service sees the, general, gen, the genuine article so often and every detail of it that when a counterfeit presents itself, they know it's a counterfeit. They don't learn to see counterfeits by studying counterfeits. They learn to recognize a counterfeit by knowing the general, the genuine article, you got to know the word of God to be able to discern when somebody's lying to you. Rick, I want to point this out too because I don't want people thinking we pointed them to watching this. No, it does contain, I don't know anything about it. It does contain foul language and graphic sex scenes. I don't know when that happens. I, that. I, I don't know when that happens in this. But I don't want to read that subject. That's you, now you know why I just said that because I want people to understand we're not you know. Great. We're not pointing them to watch this, but it does say for mature audience only, and that yeah, is why. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, hello, that's, okay, uh, man. That's somebody on eleven, Rick, that I believe has seen it. The Rock. What are they doing? Uh, it was just the Rock. Mm-hmm. Rock, what's going on, buddy? Hey, guys, what's going on? You, buddy. I just got your text, by the way. Um, so yeah, I'm in. I'm way into this show. So you're eight episodes in. So you don't have to give away the plot or ruin it for like I would do. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so you're you're a devout follower of Christ. Uh, certainly, all of us not uh, we're still works in progress. But I know that you believe in the Word of God. I know that uh, you know the Word of God. Is this something that you know? Do you need to kind of be able to discern? Is it is this show could it do damage or do you? What's your assessment of it right now? Um, I, I will say that it's complicated. Because they're the quote unquote Messiah they're selling is a um, kind of a, a feel goodism of of uh, kind of what's going on in all, all over the world. It's a, it's a coming. You said it perfectly. Comparison back, there won't be a lot of talk about peace and right. treaties between countries. Yeah, and that's a lot of what this is. But I mean, he does walk on water, so okay. Um, okay, you know he breathes. <laughs> it's a crazy, it's a crazy mixture, really, of what they're doing. So I, I would say it could be confusing, but at the same time, 
they're putting enough secularism into it that if you understand the Word of God at, at pretty much any level, you understand that this is a fiction show that's um, taking aspects of Jesus and aspects of the Messiah and aspects of things that are good and kind of rolling them into human uh, form, I guess you'll say that way. Is there an attempt, and I know that Bubba said that uh, what Downey and her husband are involved in yeah. it or something. Yeah, that's, they're the producers. But, but is there an attempt, and look, because this goes on in the church, it's not just the lost, is there an attempt to give you a version of Jesus that they wished Jesus was or they want you you know what I'm talking about. You know, you go to church sometimes yeah. and you get this, you almost leave there thinking Jesus is a hippie that wants to do social good. Uh, is it is it kind of uh, love is love and all of that? I mean, are we going down those there's roads? There, there's certainly a lot of that. It's a big peace push. But I will say this. It's interesting. You know, the whole thing starts like Greg says, and I'm not a subtitle guy, so I just about hit stop. It made it through the, the, um, the parts where he's over in, um, Damascus and where he st- where the show starts and there's subtitles. Okay. But it starts in the Islamic uh, position and he kind of defies that. It basically tells, I'm not ruining the plot, but it basically says, hey, I'm not here, just you guys. Which was a pretty interesting start to it, I thought. Wow. That this, this person uh, did not pick sides with the uh, Islamic Muslim or even the um, quote-unquote American Christian. So he he didn't he didn't do the deal of all of you are worshiping the the same God and I'm good with both of you. I can't go there yet because I, he may get there. But what he did not do is say that um, I'm here to only represent Islam. I'm here to only represent Muslim. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm not that person. So what, what about? Course, but of course that includes bringing in uh, um, lots of things into that culture too that were probably not not accurate. So what about some people saying that, that some people aren't saying it, we see it on the, some of the uh, heads up that there is some language and it says graphic sex scenes. Have you seen anything like that yet? I did last night. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> wasn't, wasn't expecting it. I'll be honest with you. I was one of those where I just kind of had to grab their remote. I'm like, wow, that was quick. Picked up on me. Okay. So yeah. A lot of times you see those things coming. It was not one of those. It, it, you, you went from one scene to, oh, my goodness, what's going on here? I mean, a knock on the door. Next thing you know, I'm having to get the Apple remote. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. Well, that's a good heads up. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, okay. Well, I appreciate it. But until then, and until then, it had been looking. If you think about the, the representation, a lot of this is the Islamic position um, and them trying to get to Israel. And then there's an Israeli position. There's an American position. Well, the Islam, the Islamic position, they don't, they don't really tolerate a lot of that stuff. So you, from that perspective, the sex and stuff like that is going to be nil because that's not part of what they are. Unlike Christians, by the way, right? That's we'll true. mix that in there. They're, the Islamists, the Islamists, they're, they're pretty uh, straightforward on their beliefs and sexuality and how that happens. So you're not going to get a lot of that. Right. That happened on the American side last night. Okay, so when he goes to America, be, be careful uh, on what yeah. you may see. And the language is, I would say, for a today's documentary is is I hate to say this is fairly alive. That really shows more on how bad most of the shows are out there. But it's it's definitely mature audience. It's not something you want to watch as your twelve year old kid. Okay. All right, thank Rock. Appreciate it, buddy. Yes, sir. All right, man. Talk soon. There, Scott, the Rock Garasi. Eight episodes in, he said everything looked was selling pretty good. But watch out for episode eight. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Knock on the door, look out. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> we'll come back. Final phone calls of the hour. Any stories we may have missed, we'll say hello to our guests in the golden ticket seats. All coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes Pass to the top the of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Golden ticket seats today. Hello, Cameron and Lisa Siegert. There they are. Thanks for being with us. Susan Perrin, where are you? Right there. I'm on the front row. Cody O'Toole. Top of the morning to you, Cody. Uh, Rachel Malden is here. Chris Bell. Grayson Fauchet. Where's Grayson? There's Grayson right there. Uh, Adam Berry. Happy birthday, Eric Adams. Where's the birthday boy? Happy birthday. Thanks for being here. Also, Janet and Cliff Wagaman spun the will of me, came to us from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, their southern getaway, Dothan, Alabama. Glad to have them here today. And Morgan Mathis came in, saw that we could pull up a chair for him, and down out there by Big Boy, came in, said hello. Glad you're here today as well. I need to get you, sir, a Rick and Bubba double CD because you were a little tardy today. Uh, also, a pound of BuzzBox coffee. That goes to everybody. If you want to be on an upcoming show, go to rickandbubba.com, look at contacts, uh, and you will get a golden ticket seat. They're free. You just got to reserve them, uh, and they work. Or we work through Ticket Biscuit to try to help out a little bit there. Uh, Bruce in Nashville, Tennessee, listen to us out of the Music City. Bruce, you had uh, a Bruce. comment. Go ahead. Bruce? Oh, there is. Sorry. Sorry. Hey, two things I've always wondered what Greg thought about. One was audiobooks, well. and the other was chopsticks when you see somebody trying to use chopsticks and they're just dropping their food everywhere and they're not good at it's it ridiculous. What you about. there's no reason the only time you use chopsticks if there's no fork available that's right if you've got a fork <laughs> use it right I mean, look who are you trying to impress well you know what they do how about this big deal you right. can get with chopsticks big deal right you're not impressed are you? audio books i don't mind i don't like reading the kindles though reading them now listening to a, a book i'm good with that if i'm driving yeah but that kindle deal don't want nothing to do with that. Yeah, I'll I, go. Like, I want to hold the book, smell it. Right. I like an audio book more than even reading a book. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I learn and retain more hearing it than I do mm-hmm. reading it. Well, I, I, I like reading it better, but it, it traveling like I do to oh, work. They're, and yeah, they're wonderful. They're really yeah. good. And uh, Sherry's book, by the way, uh, is supposed to be out on audio with her reading it. Uh, and she spent several months in the studio, thanks to Mark Phillips, who produced that for us, a dear friend at his studio and. It is now at audible.com, iTunes, and all that. We're just waiting for their official day when they publish it and make it available to you. And it should be this weekend. We were trying to get it to come out on the 19th, uh, so it should be over this weekend. If not, it'll be the first few days of next week. For those of you that have been asking about that, as a matter of fact, I had a number of people who you know cannot read, but like Speedy, your dad, because of their eyesight. Yeah. And they were like, you know, is Sherry going to ever have this on audiobook? I'd love to consume this book, but I, mm-hmm. I don't have the ability to. To read one, so um, and then there's people who just prefer an audiobook. But, yeah. Um, so it and it is powerful. Her her reading it is powerful, and it's coming out this weekend. We interview her on Rick and Bubba University tomorrow. Uh, let's go to Brad in the Shoals. Hey, Brad, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good. How about you guys? Fantastic. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to comment on the whole the whole Messiah thing on uh, Netflix. Which I, first I'd heard of it today because I don't subscribe to Netflix, but I really I really like and I really the whole analogy about the Secret Service and knowing the original, that really speaks to me. I really like that. I've yeah. never heard that before. Me so too. that just yeah. kind of reminded me to, uh, you know, reminded me of Revelations 22 um, verses, 
Let me look at it so I don't uh, say anything wrong here. <clears throat> I believe it is 18, 17 and 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, excuse me, 18 and 19. Uh, I want everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book, if anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues described in this book in 19. If anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his share of the tree of life and in the holy city, which are described in this book. Now, that seems to me to be very applicable to, to this uh, particular show. And, yeah. and I'm no, by no means, uh, uh, yeah, I'm a work in progress myself, just like everybody. Well, I'm not trying to be holier than thou. Yeah, well, what you may thing. find, you may find, you know, we have to wait till the thing ends. I, I, don't, I don't really want to say anything about something I've never seen, but but when when it gets to the end, it may be that they never intended this to be adding to anything. They revealed this guy's being some scam artist, that he's a fake, you know, and it, it had nothing to do with them trying to portray Jesus in any other way that wasn't truthful, and the fact that he's being betrayed in a way that may not be truthful, at the end you find out it's not him. Because there'll be false prophets and false... Or somebody else that might be on the scene. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember that the adversary, and we've talked about this before on Wednesdays, and I, I learned this, and it really explains a lot of some of the horrible, evil people over time, is that the adversary does is not omniscient. He's not omnipotent. He's not omnipresent. That's God only. You know, Lucifer is just a created angel, so he's limited by anything the angels will be limited to, but he also can do anything that angels can do, which, you know, can be a lot. And apparently, if you look at the story of Job, even given access to controlling the weather at some points uh, when he killed all of Job's children with weather. But but anyway, um, and uh, he doesn't know the future. He, he's not all places at all time, he, and, and he is not always right. He didn't have those characteristics. So he's just kind of throwing up three-pointers and haymakers a lot of times trying to get something going in the timeline. He wants to get it going including presenting false versions of Jesus throughout time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, you know, always keep that in mind. Uh, let's go to Brian in Tennessee. Brian, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Good, guys. How are you guys? Fantastic. Love the title of your call there, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you would, Bubba. I figured you would. <laughs> I was just going to say, if we, uh, if we drown up all the helium uh, supply, what's the flat earth is going to do? How are we going to float this big plate we live on? Yeah. <laughs> More problems. <laughs> yeah, it just don't add up, does it? Are any of you surprised that the flat earth thing's back as much as I am? I can't believe it. I mean, it's like. Well, I am and I'm not. Okay. You know, does that tell you enough? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what, what, so we're going to be afraid of mirrors again? I mean, it's mm. uh uh, Amanda in Huntsville. Amanda, go ahead. Hi. I just was uh, going to say that I think Bubba's concern about the show, The Messiah, is similar to the concern a lot of Christians had with the book, The Shack. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. When it came out, a lot of people took that as truth. Mm-hmm. And it was a great work of fiction. You know, right, but yeah. it was fiction. Yeah, a lot of people tried yeah. to give me the shack when Bronner went to heaven. I never took it because I had the Bible. I didn't need it. And uh, right. and, and everything I needed to know That's about right. this situation was clearly laid out in the Word of God. But the um, – say, and I don't mean – I mean, I'm not saying it's you – know, I'm out to get the shack. It just I, – I did not – you know, I just – Rick, you are not out to get the shack, let's yeah. be clear. Yeah, and the Antichrist and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you, your call actually mentioned the Da Vinci Code. I know a lot of people that had to reprogram their children over the Da Vinci Code. The Da Vinci Code caused a lot of confusion. But those who knew the Word of God were not confused because they could recognize heresy. But if you were kind of a mediocre, I kind of know some of the Bible, the Da Vinci Code led to a lot of confusion. 
And if you're used to getting your news on Facebook, Bubba, it can confuse you. Bubba. Yeah.